everybody. Bing. <laughs> Bing. 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 As John the search Oliver put it, of choice. John Oliver put it, the best way to Google something. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome. Hi. It's the Three Dudes Show, episode 20 mm-hmm. of season three. Tweezy. <laughs> episode Tweezy. Episode Tweezy. Episode Tweezy. Episode Tweezy. Episode Tweezy. Hey, that's wow. going on. <laughs> Um, it's our. Uh, What's good? I think this is our season finale. It probably is. Yeah, I believe that. It sure looks like it. Uh, Boy, next week is next Tuesday's Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Um, Christmas and Eve, and the day after, or the week after that. Why? Is, that's tomorrow. Why? Well, the day. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> no, the day after, the week after that would be New Year's. I Eve. didn't miss it. The spirits came <laughs> through in the end. It's just Dickens around. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, the, um, yeah, our, our next couple Tuesdays are full of holiday stuff. So uh, this is our last one of 2019. <sighs> yeah, the next one's gonna be the best of 2019. Good fucking riddance. Yeah, yeah. 20, I think you mean 2016 four. Yes, <laughs> 2016 part four. That's yep. the thing is, it just keeps happening. Yep, it just keeps. Shouldn't happening. have fucking shot Harambe, man. Nope. Yeah. It all started with that fucking gorilla. Now we're caught in a time loop. Yeah. Where <laughs> Donald Trump is preparing his 2024 campaign run. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. That's not a joke. I know that's not a joke. Right. I don't know if you know no, that. No, Mike Huckabee, Mike yeah. Huckabee said he was asked. Didn't uh didn't Nixon try the same thing? I don't think he had Nixon a, didn't make it that far. Yeah, no chance. No, but I think oh, he Oh yeah, talked about it. Talked that, about it. It wouldn't surprise me because, you know, Nixon was a well-known piece of garbage. Yeah. Thick Nixon. Thick Nixon. Mm-hmm. And uh, look what happened to him. I, yeah. uh, I recently started, and actually I realized that last year at this time I was doing the same thing. I recently um, started re-listening to the audiobook for Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the follow-up was, of course, Fear and Loathing on the 72 campaign trail. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So if, uh, w- in which Nixon got re-elected. Um, and uh, Hunter S. Thompson fucking despised authoritarianism, sure. and in particular <laughs> despised Richard Nixon. Um, so, like, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas ends up being a novel, uh, a kind of about the death of the American dream, and uh, yeah. uh, Fear and Loathing on the '72 campaign trail kind of ends up being a novel about the burial of the American dream. And you can thank Richard Nixon for that. So, oh my god, uh, yeah, what a horrible thought. Yeah. It's just getting worse, bud. <laughs> it's all down here from down here from Hill. <laughs> it's all down. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Some good things happened this year, right? Yeah. Well, I got married. Yeah, yeah that's that cool. Happened. I got my uh, wedding photos back finally. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. Which means you finally saw that picture of us flipping. flipping. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, did. Yeah. Uh, that was really funny at the moment. I'm, yeah. sorry. I'm sorry those photos took so fucking long. That's okay. No, I, I, I'm guessing that she just forgot to yeah. upload them because there's really... Like wedding f- photos, there's not a lot of editing that goes into them if you shot them correctly. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? There's very little editing that you have to do aside from changing them to like grayscale and yeah. upping your your contrasts. A Most bit. photographers mm. will do almost everything they, they can in camera. Right. Exactly. And then maybe a little bit of you touch know, up for, work here. Yeah, touch up stuff or special effect. You know, but right. but for the most part, it's in the camera. Right. EA um, Sports. It's in the camera. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was it was nice to go through and see all those, yeah. all those memories. <laughs> dude, no, <laughs> I'm so I'm so dreading cats coming oh, out. Dude, actually, what coming a out. fucking what a stupid thing. 
Like, can we be done with that? Cats is. I'm Cats sorry. I'm say it right now. Cats is dumb. Musicals are dumb. Musicals aren't, by and large, are not that good. Most musicals, I do not care for. Yeah, they're there not are, that. There good. are exceptions, but <laughs> for the most part, yeah. you know, it's you know, it's really terrible. You you guys know me. I I I talk to all sorts of people on the internet on a regular basis. I spend most of my time on the internet. Yeah. Not even the furries like it. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's bad. Not even the furries like it, dude. Ooh, speaking of furries, I watched the uh, it, uh, the down the rabbit hole video about furries. You know, I haven't watched it yet because I've spoken to enough of them. Yeah. I've befriended some of them <laughs> yeah, yeah. over the years. That's a good watch. It's it covers where the the like where furries come from like historically. Which is very interesting to me. That that does sound it. That's an angle I never really thought yeah, of. But, but I, you do I see a lot of like animal play stuff in like historical. Like I, I wouldn't yeah. put it past like the Marquis de Sade. To it, do it, shit it has like its that. roots all the way back to outsider comics. No if shit. If you can believe it. Huh. It's, you know, because it kind of makes some sense. There's like like the mainstream comic books. And then there's like people that want to make weird zines and stuff. Yeah. Of the sure. stuff they like. Um, and it, I, I don't want to spoil the whole video, but it goes <laughs> that far back, which is amazing to me. Yeah. Before it's people a, were all wanting to fuck as animals, they were just obsessed <laughs> with cartoon animals. Right. That's yeah. yeah. That's really. Huh. I, that's it's, one I just I don't know, man. I'm, I don't know. Not shaming it's, anybody. It's just a weird. Uh, I don't get that one. I think it's one of those things <laughs> that I think it's one of those things that that must go back to like. You know, stuff you watched on TV when you were a kid. Has to. Bugs Bunny and drag, you know, maybe sure. awakened something. I have no idea. <laughs> but but, you know, it's it's weird because like because like the furries I've talked to and and, and met and spoken to online yeah. are just like perfectly ordinary people. Sure. It's yeah, just it's just a king. You know, yeah. they, they have yeah. like they have like this alternate thing that they that they do. You know, like avatar wise on the Internet, yeah. like like just how any one of us might might <clears throat> put on a personality on the Internet. Sure. It's mm. just it's taken a step further. Yeah, right. Um, but I'll never understand spe- dropping, you know, a couple thousand dollars on like a like a full suit with like, you know, moving jaws and eyes and stuff like <laughs> like, man, I'm I'm good. Like, right, yeah. <laughs> I'm good with the regular old boring sex. Yeah. <laughs> Just give me well, the the old the old fashioned. Well, but like if I'm in, if I'm in that position, I mean, like like I'm good with just like yeah doing doing the fucking thing online. Yeah, yeah. right. There, there's a lot better things I could spend that money on. <clears throat> right. Uh, Whoa. Morty. Morty. Um, I mean, like condoms are all already so fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just to say nothing of of you know all the shit women have to put up with you know buying buying all their oh, stuff. Oh yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy. Wait, what are we talking about? The pink tax, bro. And oh that. Yeah, any know. any kind of women's product. Yeah, right. You know, like you know, you can rail on about condoms, which you know they should be cheaper. But yeah. women's contraceptives, any any feminine oh, it's products, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, but anyway, uh. This is that's why that's why other people are fucked. Uh, <laughs> we are fucked for for different or maybe even similar reasons. Maybe one of you guys dropped a couple thousand dollars on a fursuit that you know, didn't <laughs> measure up to your expectations. I don't know. I'd rather um, not say, but it's possible. <laughs> um, I, I can't find one in my size. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. You got to get that custom made. Yeah. Like a big, fat, <laughs> big, gi- just a big, giant, fat squirrel costume. <laughs> <laughs> the extra rumor on the tits. <laughs> <laughs> you you figure Chris for a squirrel? No, nah, not a squirrel, dude. Beaver. beaver. Really? Yeah. 
Huh. No, actually, not even a beaver. What? I'll, you know what? By the end of this ep- episode, we'll figure out what fursuit I belong no, in. No, let's do it right now. <laughs> no, uh, <sighs> let's think about it right now. Okay, so my favorite animal is otters. <laughs> okay. Um, right. Like uh-huh. I, I love river otters. I think they're really cute. Yeah. But right. I don't want to be one. You don't be one. They're just fun to be. I want something maybe a little bit more masculine. Yeah, right. I feel like the dog thing is already like overplayed, so I don't want to be a dog. No, nah, you don't the, be dog. When, what a fox. Whenever someone. Well, that's yeah, that's too, also like. Too dog like. Whenever yeah. someone brings up you know furries the first thing you think of is people dressing up as like wolves and foxes right right, right. Uh, yeah. like that's, that's how about a pony, <laughs> a pony. <laughs> now you're mixing fetishes at that point yeah um, oh jesus the the yeah, fucking right. the fucking overlap with the the adult male my little pony fandom yeah, is terrifying yeah it's scary those, pe- those people just ain't right. You know, that's the thing. It's like I try to I really try to not to judge what all things everyone's oh, into. Like what I you really try not like to. what you like. Sure. But I just don't get so much. I just don't get it. That's it's, my problem. I just don't get so many. people. When, when it becomes like it, it's one of those things that I think I think certain people that are more socially re- reclusive pick up in lieu of having a personality. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, like like. You know, opening on your dating profile by saying, I'm a gamer. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> gamer is not a personality. Right. No, it's, no. Not, it's, it's not a. It's, it's a hobby. Right. right. That tells me things you like. It tells me nothing about what you're like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's uh, I don't know. It's 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 a whole world mm-hmm. that is that is I'm, invisible to the. I'm a brony. Also, no fat girls. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, maybe like a bird thing. Maybe like a bird. An owl? Maybe an owl. An owl? That'd be cool. Owl. Or like, like a, a peregrine falcon. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not a falcon. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm like I'm an ostrich if anything. <laughs> penguin maybe. I think we might be penguin. I think I might be a skunk. Yeah, I can yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's good. <laughs> You'd be a you'd be a skunk. Yeah, yeah. I'd be a skunk with the big stupid eyes. Yeah, right. <laughs> like the giant tail, and also I just reek. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a you know there's a uh, there's a there's a divide in that community between uh, uh, mammalian, you know, like furry, like furry furries with, oh. with fur and reptilian, like I was say, scaly. They call them scalies. Hmm. Um, not everyone really cares, but there are people who do that, that want to, you know, make the distinction of separating the two. It's very strange. Would yeah. you be a meerkat? Uh, would would I be a meerkat? a meerkat? No, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know the first thing about meerkats other or like a lemur other than Timon from the Lion King. Right. Um, I see what you're going on for, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's something there's something that's like cat like, but not quite about you. <laughs> <laughs> a mongoose, maybe. Mongoose. Sure. Ooh, I would give you mongoose. Mongoose, all right. Mongoose, skunk, and then okay, all we right. got to nail me down here. Now right? I know. Right. Now I know what I'm spending my tax Amongst return on. Birds, you could be an owl, but then you could also drift into like turkey. <laughs> you know, you're not. You're not Pheasant. far off. Pheasant. Pheasant. Give me something like Still a turkey. Oh uh, yeah, things <sighs> like turkeys. A peacock. A duck. A duck. A, duck. A, duck. a goose. A goose. A goose. A, a goose. You could be a goose. I don't I know. Be a goose. Yeah. Um, ah, fuck, I don't know, man. I think duck. I feel like duck. You think duck is yeah, the way to go? Duck. Like, yeah. what kind of duck? A duck that smokes a cigar and um, <laughs> and uh, yells at people. Howard the duck. Howard the duck. <laughs> Your fursona is Howard the duck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to picture that. 
Uh, I'm cool with owl too. Honestly, uh, owl works for you. I'm trying to think of like, like a, a barn owl, like a fat bird. <laughs> You're real fat. Well, penguin, but that's vulture. The the patu vulture. Maybe we might be onto something with okay. vulture. Vulture could work. Vulture, Buzzard, maybe buzzard. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how how sexually attractive furries find vultures. Or I don't know. Anything that preys on the dead. I really don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll, figure, we'll get there. Well, that's, we, we, a thing. that's a thing, yeah, too. Plenty, so. of, plenty of time to figure that this out. That is also a thing. Yeah. Plenty of time to figure this out. Anyway. So, um, so anyway, uh, as I said earlier before we got sidetracked on this whole furry tangent, we are fucked. Yes. Um, Dave, how are we fucked this time around? I Come back to me. Okay. Come back to me, because I worked real hard on thinking about this, and I got nothing. <laughs> I will. Chris, know. why are we fucked? Um, I had to think about it, too, but I, I think I'm going to go with the reason why I'm personally fucked this mm. week. Um, is uh, uh, Gable's officially beating me again <laughs> on... Uh, uh, Christmas is ruined this year, and I, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't lose. Um, I've, on, oh, I've, is that what you were talking about in the in the D? Yeah, chat? yeah. He's Christmas up, is ruined. Yeah, he's up to four Christmases. Ruined I thought you guys work. were talking about like like sales commissions or something that was oh, tracked no, by no. the store. No, we're tra- this is I, this is a, this is a bet that we have amongst the employees at work every year. This took me a second, but now I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, I've ruined three Christmases. Matt has officially, as far as I know, he's ruined four. He might have uh, ruined more in the meantime. So I have to up my game. The problem is he's in a department where he's more likely to ruin. Christmases because he works in the computer section and like he kind of hops all over the place. Mm. I'm mostly in appliances, which is really hard to. Can you tell the one person who's listening what that is? Oh, um, uh, <laughs> so every year at uh, I, I work at Best Buy, so every year, um, <clears throat> consistently in the month of December, when we're inevitably out of whatever a like really. Uh, you know, uh, well-liked holiday gift is mm. uh, people will get angry with the people who work there because they didn't do their shopping sooner. Well, but the the entertainment section has to get that most of all, right? Like yeah, the, gaming. Um, yeah. Uh, but honestly, you'd be surprised. TVs, we get it for computers. Headphones is a big one. Computers, really? Yeah, the AirBuds were, uh, they got a big shipment in today, but this is going to be the last one before Christmas. Oh, boy. So I'm <laughs> sure they're way Lots down. more Christmas is about to be ruined. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, usually I get them in the gaming section section when we're out of a game or a console or something like that yeah yeah well, christmas is being ruined i feel like tens uh, tell me if i'm wrong i guessing that's usually parents talking about the thing their kid wants correct most of the time implying i give a fuck about your kids right um, i don't care about your fucking kids. i don't care about your fucking kids right <laughs> um yeah but uh, you know we we have a pretty loose scoring system of determining how we've ruined christmases but yeah. basically the consensus is i think somebody has to get angry they don't have to say your, yeah, they don't have to say it verbatim. They don't have to say you ruined my Christmas. Although we do get that more often yeah. than you'd think, and not, yeah. but not like, not like just disappointed. Not just not no. Just they like, have to be angry with you. Yeah, right? not just not just like, oh damn, I should have come sooner. No, someone has to be mad at you. Yeah, because there's something that's not there. They have to be in the want. anger or bargaining stages of grief. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So far, I've got three of those so far. Yeah. Gable has four, and I need at least four. He might have more. Oh, I have man. to step it up. The over-under on me this year is eight. <laughs> oh, really? Um, so I, I picked under. I think I'm going to end up with a solid six, but I'd still like to beat Matt. And I, and I imagine you can't lie about what you don't have in stock. Correct. Right? Like you can't yeah, just right. you can't just like be sitting on a pile of like remote start kits and be like, oh, no, oh no, we're we're a gentleman's game of ruining holidays. <laughs> right. <laughs> there are rules. No, no need to lie. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the over under on me this year is eight. Um, 
uh, I, I like I said, I picked the under. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm only gonna ruin like six Christmases. Well, but I still would like. To, it would be nice to beat Matt by the end of the year. Yeah, he's he's my personal target because I see him most often. You've got one week, and I think the sh- that the shopping intensifies, right? And especially like. The panic intensifies as the holiday approaches. Yeah. I'd probably take over for you on that eight. I probably would. Would you take the over? I think yeah, I would. Okay. I, mean, I know yeah. that's kind of a risky it's, move, but it is with, risky with just move. a week left. But I think that the the incidences of panic. It's hard. I had a weird year last year where I didn't ruin anybody's Christmas last year. Well, that's a shame. That was a shame. <laughs> it was. It kind of felt bad because everybody else was like, oh, all the Christmases I ruined. I didn't have one. <laughs> I made it the entire year without ruining somebody's Christmas. And it... <laughs> I, I, I was actually sad. <laughs> somebody, somebody wasn't like mad at me because I did have something. Remember, I can, I can hardly abide it. Remember last year when Hanukkah came like real early, like it started like like a little before Thanksgiving. I think I do not. <laughs> It, it like it, like I actually, I actually do. How vaguely? How great would it be to be a Jewish person and and have like an early Hanukkah when like. You know, maybe in that sweet spot between Black Friday and and you know the the big heavy Christmas shopping season, yeah, where you don't really have to worry about it. All yeah. the all, you know, all the Gentiles have gotten their their you know their big shopping out of the way. You can just go and freely kind of peruse the stock. Huh, you know, it's got to be nice. it's got to be real easy to have like an early Hanukkah or maybe even a late Hanukkah. Yeah, yeah. just to somehow offset it from that big cluster right. that is the. The, the Christmas shopping season. Yeah, the Gentile rush. <laughs> the Gentile <laughs> deluge. Yeah. The um, running of the Gentiles. So anyway. So um, yeah, I, uh, I'm kind of bummed, man. I, uh, I haven't ruined nearly enough Christmases to get to uh, beating that status. I, I no, think get, give it time. We got like yeah. I want to at least come we close. Got two to weeks. Yeah, sure. I, we, we got some time yet. I think I can get there. I think I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, um, so I'm fucked because I, I can never shop for people on Christmas. I can't do it. You just it. don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. I'm that but way, too. There are certain people who, like, who like instant. I mean, Aubrey's, like, the first sure, one who comes yeah, to mind because right. I spend every day with her. All of our ladies are better at holidays and shopping for other people. Aubrey than is, are, is my guest. Aubrey no, actually, is, Chris, I think it pretty back. good. You're really good at yeah, it, Chris. I take good. it back. Aubrey's a thousand times better at shopping for Christmas than I will ever be. Yeah. Because um, she, because she's so much more thoughtful than I am, mm. and she, she is always eager to get it done. I I dread Christmas shopping. Yeah, me too. I I never want to do it. But like at the end of the day it, it usually turns out fine. Uh you know, but coffee. Coffee. Nope. Actually, that's my uh that's my kegerator. Sorry, guys. Oh. It's changing temperature cuz I changed I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> go, go ahead. <laughs> but uh but I I uh my problem is like I my problem is is mostly my parents because like what can I get them It's harder when you're an adult. They, yeah, it's harder when you're an adult cuz like you know what can I get my folks that you know they don't right. they, they don't have but they would like. So like I I did uh, I did plenty of digging. I I started going through listicles like you know, oh here's you know, here's the gift to get for someone yeah. who, who is hard to shop for or someone who has everything. And I found a pretty good one which, um, uh, that I'm, I'm getting for uh, Miss Tina and also for 
uh, my mom, Miss Tina, if you're listening to this, mute this for like 10 seconds. <laughs> uh, there's like this, there's like this heated shiatsu massage thing that goes on your upper back mm-hmm. and you just put it between your back and the chair oh, yeah, that and it's great. just got, got like, it's like motorized. It's got these like balls and in, inside of a mesh. Nice. Um, so I'm getting that for her and my mom. Uh, okay, Miss Tina, if it, you can unmute this now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, no, I, it's not. Yeah. But I, I think I did that in under 10 seconds, so I think we're good. Okay. Good. <laughs> but I know I know she occasionally, Aubrey will have her listen to the podcast or whatever. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, I just, I, I'm very bad at, at picking out gifts for people. And it yeah. kind of it kind of stinks, and it 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 makes me feel bad every year. I don't feel bad. I feel like it's from on my part. It really is a, like it's like a lack of imagination, or it's like a lack of ability to get into other people's head. Yeah, yeah. Or like just I don't know. Like Christy is a gift ninja. She will <laughs> remember something you say and file it away. That's women, dude. That's just, I think they're just I, good at it. In just, general, they are better. Yeah. I started keeping a list on my phone every time oh. someone mentions something so I could write it down. That makes it a thousand times easier when you have yeah. to remember something from four months ago. <laughs> That's a really good idea. Yeah. yeah. I need to I need to keep a list on my phone of like people's clothing sizes and yeah. everything. So it's yeah. so it's That's not like two idea. weeks before Christmas and I'm like, hey, you know, I was just wondering. We were, <laughs> me and the guys are having a conversation. <laughs> what size shirt you wear? Settle a bet. What size shirt you wear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, There's no casual way to do that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. Um yeah, it's I, I guess I, I guess I'm just fucked because like I always let the holidays stress me out more than more than I I need them to, especially because like I celebrate Christmas for some reason and I'm an atheist. Yeah, right. Well, like, well everybody yeah. does. It's I, not a, it's not right. A, it's just I I grew up doing it. It's it's a good time of year. It's a it's a fun time of year. It always I'm inevitably happy at the end of it all. Let's mm-hmm. be real. Christmas isn't about Jesus in America. No, no it, not really. It was never about Jesus. It was a pagan holiday right, before yeah. it was ever a. Uh, it was about. Uh, it's not about spirituality. It's about consumerism and capitalism. Let's buy things, right? And yeah. Throw things at each other. You know what the original book title for uh, Christmas Story was? No, the because uh, it's based on a book, and the original title of that book was "In God We Trust, Everyone Else Pays Cash." Yeah. Oh God, that makes sense. Whoa, that's a really good name. <laughs> yeah, it's, I wish that was the name. Yeah, it's it's not it's not as attractive or memorable of a name as Christmas Story, but it is a lot more biting. Yeah, right. It's uh, I I do like that name better. Nice. Um, the, the working title for Das Kapital. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a weird thing that we do to each other this year time of year. Like the thing that I hate the most, I think, is uh, trying to give. Like when people are like, oh, okay, so, okay, good example. My my mother-in-law and uh, her family are asking what they can get my wife, you know, what else they can get my wife that's not, oh, right. you know, my, my wife. wife. But you get looped into other people's Christmas buying shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, sure. what, what would this person want? What You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's too much. That's where I draw the line. It's like that's fucking, that's too yeah. much, man. That's eh. too much stress. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, and, and this might be a, a shit thing to say. But if but if if you've got someone on your shopping list that they they don't have everything like they like they should be easy to shop for. Yeah. But you don't know what they'd want. That's a good sign to spend more time with them. 
Yeah, yes. that's true. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it's yeah. like <clears throat> I run into this every year. Yeah. I I have to buy gifts for members of my family even where I'm like, I should really know what you yeah, are I don't, interested in. I don't spend as much time with my family as I should, and I'll admit that. Yeah. But like even when I do, and even even, you know, knowing what's going on in their lives and everything, they're still <laughs> fucking hard to shop for. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um uh, uh, my brother and his fiance uh, are are relatively easier to shop for. They're you know he never expects me to get him anything, and I don't expect him to get me. We right. we have this kind of pact, you know. <laughs> sure. Like, you know. Yeah. For the past few years, he's been like, "Hey, don't get me anything because I'm not getting you anything." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> Fair easy enough." enough. Like, well, that's the thing. You told me the the one year. I think the first year we did this show. Yeah, you mentioned that you you and him just went out and had a beer. You had a Christmas beer. Uh huh. That's that's fine. That's all, yeah. that's what that's, that's what it's about. That's yeah. all I fucking need. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, you, that's awesome. Do you guys ever see Christmas with the Cranks? Yeah. Uh, no. No, I know of it though. So because of internet racist Jontron. <laughs> <laughs> so Christmas with the Cranks is a shitty movie. Yeah. It's, it's you just, don't say. Come out and say it. Well, well. The the reason why I hated it is because it it, it paints the cranks as the bad guys like mm-hmm. they're they're grumps who who don't want to you know be involved in the spirit of Christmas. The worst thing they do <laughs> is they tell everyone they know, hey, we're just not going to do Christmas this year. Please don't get us any gifts because yeah. we're we're just not celebrating this year. Yeah, and they're made out to be the bad guys. Right. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. That's great. Like, well, how dare like, they have like, the audacity to not celebrate a holiday? Yeah. So th- what they decide to do is is go on a little vacation instead. Yeah. And the community comes down on them, and somehow <laughs> that's that's not portrayed as a bad thing. Like, yeah, right. fuck off. Yeah. Right? Right. Like, I don't have to celebrate the fucking holiday if I don't fucking want to. Yeah. You don't have to do. It's ridiculous. You're, you're grown. You don't have to do anything you don't want to. Let's be real. Right. You know, there might be consequences to some of that stuff, but you don't, you don't have to do shit. Sure. Yeah. I, I like, I, and again, I want to celebrate it because I, I always end up happy on the holidays. Sure. I, I like spending holiday time with my family, my various families. <laughs> and, you know, it's just a it's just a good time. Yeah. But if I if I didn't have that to to go to, I I probably wouldn't. I don't yeah, have right. a, I don't really have a reason to celebrate Christmas outside sure. of the fact that my family does. Right, right. That's the entirety of the point. Yeah. I really do think for most of us, the entire point of Christmas is get together with people that you, that matter to you that you don't see that often. Um, spend some time. Sure. Exchanging gifts as a you know, gesture of sorry, I haven't seen you so much. Right. Here's, right. here's something yeah. to placate you until Easter. <laughs> I, it's always so fucking busy. Is like, uh, I, I don't like the rigmarole of having to go. Yeah, five million different places. I'll tell you what. Right? The, min- the minute it starts, like where it's like, oh, oh, shoot, and now where I gotta be somewhere yeah. for a thing. I just, I shut down. Yeah, I don't. I completely get. shut down. Right. I, I melt into the couch. I yeah. don't want to do things. I make it clear vocally. I don't want to go do anything. The, the holidays should not be more stressful than work. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's, oh, man. Ooh. It's they such a. Kind of hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. It, it's. It, it, I think if I ever have children, it'll be easier because I can just make everybody come to me. 
Like, yeah, right. I, I don't want to pack the kids up until they're older, at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't want to pack the kids up. You guys just come over here. Right. Everybody come to my place. Uh, I, yeah, I, I left some food on the stove for them. They'll be fine. I'm on my way. <laughs> uh, you could also totally blame it on them, too. Is well, you know, they really deserve to have a Christmas at home. Right. You know, like <laughs> I had as a kid. <laughs> Really uh, twist the guilt screws. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, Dave, uh, why are you fucked? Um, well, okay, so it's not exactly feeling fucked, but it's uh, it's the thing that I can't stop thinking about, um, mm. which is uh, that uh, – so first of all, for how many times on this podcast have I heard you talk – about the the people that install appliances for Best Buy yeah. ruining someone's home, yep, <laughs> destroying some property, <laughs> taking zero responsibility for it, and fucking off. Yeah. Uh, so why I'm fucked is, uh, and I don't really feel that fucked about it, but I am going to install a dishwasher. I'm going to do it my yeah, goddamn self. Right. Do it yourself. My Listen, goddamn self. That's right. They, they, I got new, I almost got into a big argument with our district. He was district manager at the time. He's actually the territory manager now. Yeah. The, territory manager. Yeah. Which is like, like da- Davy Crockett or something. <laughs> yes. Like, he, he's, a mount, he's a mountain. He's a mountain. He <laughs> came in with a raccoon hat. Territory. Me smoking this, a hand rolled cigarette. He rolled into town on a train. Oh. <laughs> so the manager came riding in. One dark and cloudy day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he most read the re- sales figures as he went along his way. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's really funny. Um, <laughs> no, most, I hear there's a problem with these tattoos. <laughs> most um, most large retail big big box stores are the like the insider term. Mm-hmm. Most big box stores, big box chains mm-hmm. have. Um, uh, managers broken down into whoa, ooh, whoa, you good? Just lost my audio there for a second. Oh uh, Jesus! Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, broken down into uh, so like there's the store level, and then there would be uh, district, which is one step above that, and that th- they cover all the the stores within say a hundred mile radius, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, uh, and then there would be market, which would be stores within all this all those. St- Subsects within a, like a 500 mile radius, uh-huh. and then there's territory, which is like the largest branch, which would be like there's six territories in the whole country, right? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Things so like you're that. You're talking yeah. like several states across and up and down. Maybe. Sure. So at the time, this guy I'm here was to fulfill some quotas, partner. <laughs> this guy was a market <laughs> boss at the time, uh, and I got it, we, it was the first year I went out to that trip. Yeah, and it, they they said something specifically about. You know, providing service that you would recommend to your friends and family. Uh-huh. And I, I couldn't resist. I said, I said, uh, what if we wouldn't recommend it to our friends and family? Yeah. And he's like, well, what do you mean? And I explained to him that the times that I had recommended are, you know, installation, installation services, which we which it's worth noting. If you go to any major retail store where there's delivery offered, any big corporation, um, yeah, they don't do that. 90, yeah, as far as I know, every major major retail big box corporation doesn't do their own service. They don't they don't do their own deliveries like standard They contract out. They contract out. Yeah. Right. So and on some level why wouldn't they? Right. There's so, a ton of people who So like Home Depot that. and Lowe's, this is not just a dig at like uh my job's hiring pra- like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like contracting practices, everybody does it. Home <laughs> Depot and Lowe's have the same teams that yeah. we do. So it's the same issue everywhere you go. It's part of the reason that when I was looking at buying my dishwasher and I looked at Home Depot, I thought, well, I'm going to 
Why buy it from them? You're gonna have the same. I'm gonna have the same fucking problem. Yes, exactly. So I bought Best Buy out of allegiance to you know my mm. friends. Right, but I wouldn't have them install stuff. No, I wouldn't either. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing is, I, I had to explain like at that at that point, I had had six people who I was uh, we either direct family or really close with have issues with their yeah. installation. Uh, three of those were property damage where they had to fight to get compensation from the insurance company. Oh and the other ones were just fucked up deliveries, like where they couldn't get their stuff that they paid for yeah. installed correctly and right. functional. So it's like it's really frustrating. Like, you know, maybe not the best time to do it is call the dude out in front of like 300 people. <laughs> but uh, uh, but like that, it's well, a real. They need to hear that shit. Yeah, they, they want to it. or not. Right. Like and, and I understand there's a certain level of control that even the people in the higher ups don't have because it's just how things are done. And I understand that it, it's more expensive to do things in house. Right. But I would pay more money if I had faith that something was going to be done correctly. Yeah, do you know exactly. what I mean? I would be. I'm one. Of, maybe other people aren't, but I'm one of those people who'd be willing to spend the money. If, and like, I know this now. If I go to a local place, I would. That's going to be one of the things I ask. Do your people do this? Yeah, right. Who's your crew? Mm-hmm. Who are you going to call? Right. I want to know that it's not these people. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's really it's really frustrating. <laughs> do it yourself. You like yeah. Di- dishwasher installation is a pain in the ass. It's not fun. But it's not it's not hard. It's yeah, just it's, it's just work. It's just it work. seems like a lot of steps. Yeah, it yeah it's a lot, lot of steps. steps. It's frustrating. So here's what I understand my responsibilities will be. I have to run a dedicated Romex line from the junction box over or for the circuit, uh, the fuse box over to the where it's going to be behind the sink. Right. You have to have an outlet to right. plug it into <clears> in Ohio. It's going to yeah. be a wall outlet with a GFCI Correct. that's about like a foot away on the other side of a wall part. Exactly. <laughs> Um, you have, have, you to have to install a, a, a 110 outlet, basically. <coughs> yes. You have to run power. Okay. 110, 15 amp breaker. Within six feet of uh, the breaker box on the dishwasher. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, uh, I'm going to have to run a two way. Uh, 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 my water line is going to have to put two way shutoffs on so right. that one set goes up to the sink and one set goes, goes over to, to the, the dishwasher. dishwasher. Right, right. 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 Yeah. You need something with a valve that you can yeah. cut yeah. the water to. So um, I'm going to have to run the tailpiece on the sink. I'm going to have to put a new tailpiece on that has an inlet on the side so the dishwasher drain water goes into the drain underneath the sink. Yeah. Um, and then I'm, I, I've already started cutting out the cabinet hole, and I'm going to have to figure out something to do with the cabinetry, you know, in that extra space right. that's still sitting there. All of that, that's it. Yep. I mean, as far as I can tell, that is all I have to do. That's about right. It's going to take me maybe a couple days. It's pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be the fastest at this. I've never done this before. I'm going to have to do things like drill holes to run wiring through and yep. stuff like that <laughs> all over this place. But is that why wouldn't I do? Why wouldn't you want to do that? I don't is, know. I feel is better that a, doing uh, it. Is that a DIY job? That's not something <clears throat> like you'd, you'd have to call an electrician for or anything. It's something that you could absolutely call an electrician for, and maybe you should if you're not confident in what you're going to do. But your brother is. My brother is an. He, he's, he's done electric. He he. Mm. He wasn't a proper, like properly a union electrician. No, but he was. He, he was like a handyman, like electrical work. Yeah. yeah, he knows. 
is, yeah. is so I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I can talk to him. I've talked to some other guys that I know that have done this kind of work. Everyone basically has assured me that, you know, if, if you've shut off power to the whole box yep. and you don't you're fine. touch the terminals at the top of it, yep. you'll right. be just fine. You'll be fine. Okay. Um, that, that should always excuse me. And I like I'm always I'm always nervous about jumping a battery. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. That's, Here's the other thing, too, is I can, I'm going to buy a no touch electrical tester where you can yeah. hold it just above the areas yep. that you're playing around you know, with you know, and just see if there's current. Running it's a very through. wise thing to own. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Um, yeah. Have you ever put a uh, like a wall outlet in? Uh, I, uh, I've replaced a wall outlet. If you've done that, it's v- yeah. it's very similar. The only thing is you're you're wanting power from. Right. Your main breaker to, you know what I mean, to yeah. this area. So it's not running that cable is the biggest difference. Yeah, it's a big pain in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> you have to, that's the hard part. You have to run actually string the wiring up. But if you've ever put an outlet in or yeah. changed an outlet, it's very, very similar. Right. Uh, it's not like I said, it's not difficult work per se. It's just a pain in the ass. Sure. It's not fun. Yeah. It's not it's not something you're going to you're going <laughs> to. Yeah, no, I'm not going to be like, wow, cool. Yeah, right. right. You, you might feel accomplished at the end of it, but the journey getting there is not it's going to be frustrating. And you're not going to have a good time. Yeah, but so I can um, do things like buy electrical uh, sure. fish tape that you run down into the wall, yep. and you know, buy the the outlet box itself and the outlet. Mm, right. It's going to be a GFCI, so if it gets wet, it yep. cuts off. But think about how good you're going to feel when it's when done. it's done. Oh yeah. my god, when it's done, and you'll I be, put those dishes in there. You'll be sitting there. there playing Halo with us with a brand new dishwasher in the oh, kitchen. Yeah. And it's got uh, bottle jets. Yeah, dude. So you can do those G- hard to clean glasses oh, and yeah. freeze up in the uh, bottle. I'm going to appliance nerd out on you. You picked a really good choice. I think um, I, I think I did, too. It's like the last uh, dishwashers that still have hard food disposal. Yeah, so it's got you, that piranha. Yeah the, yeah, the piranha hard food disposal system. Yes. Oh, man. I get, oh, I'm so happy because you understand now. <laughs> yeah, I get no, to nerd that's out the reason you. I wanted it. Yeah, it's like the last company that still does the hard food disposal. So like, I didn't realize they stopped. What are they doing instead? Millennials it, it, are killing hard food. It's disposal. just a, it's a filter trap. So like the the idea behind dishwashers Obviously. is you're not supposed to wash your dishes or really even rinse them mm-hmm. before they go into the dishwasher. You're supposed to scrape them off. Yeah. On the other dishwashers, you want to get a much, as much of that scraped off into the garbage as possible. And then what happens is it runs through a filter basically because they have to meet efficiency guidelines. Sure. And they're down to about mm, ten gallons at this point of water per wash cycle. Wow. So they have to reuse that water a lot of the time. I see. so. That water gets ran through a fine mesh filter and filtered out, and what you get is like a toxic, like a sludge buildup yeah. of food particles and right, stuff. Right. Yeah. And you have to clean that trap every once in a while. Sure. Uh, the disposal. So it's just like a dryer. Uh, kind of. Like yeah. Lint, yeah. Like, like a lint, like a lint trap just, for the dryer. Clean it out, you're exactly. Good. Yeah. Um, but like on a hard food disposal system, you have to you have to clean that trap on most dishwashers every like two or three months. Mm-hmm. On a hard food disposal system, you don't really there's still a trap, but you don't have to worry about that right, as much because it's, it's crunching, crunching, shit up all, and it's, it's grinding all the food. through the the drain. So you also don't have to worry about having your food, your plates as clean when they go in. If you yeah. have a dishwasher that can handle it from the cleaning aspect, the whole noodle goes in. It's that noodle's going to get chopped. It's going to get chopped up and ran, <laughs> ran through the disposal. Someone's going to eat that noodle. <laughs> <laughs> Probably an alligator, right? Yes. Um, yeah, they also do the heated dry, which is something that like most things now are on condensation dry, which is, yeah, it works just fine if you use a rinse aid. I'm, this is so fucking boring. No, sorry, dude, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, um, this is real. We, dad are old, talk. Yeah. we are old and I'm into this. Um, I'm here for this condensation dry. You need you need a rinse aid. You need to, you should be using a rinse aid anyway. I'm going to pee while this go is ahead. Going. <laughs> sorry. You need a rinse aid anyway because it's like a rain X for your dishes. Everything goes down in sheets as opposed to right. beating up. 
Um, condensation dry is absolutely critically dependent on doing that. Gotcha. Because it, you you need the you need the water to not beat up. You need it to slide off in sheets, and then the condensation dry pulls the. The way it does is like vents air from the outside in and it pulls the moisture from the dishes to the stainless right. steel tubs. Okay. You have a plastic tub, I think. I do have a plastic tub in mine. Right. So you have the heated dry on there, uh, which mm-hmm. is a fan assisted heated dry, which will yeah. circulate. Actually does really well on plastics, which is a big thing. Well, that's great because you know what? Half of the dishes that I'm washing all the time are plastics yes. because they're something for, you know, right. Sundays and we have people over and, you know, a lot of uh, plastics are plastic notoriously plates. hard to get dry on dishwashers. Yeah, they are. Uh, always, so heat yeah. dry helps a lot. And a fan assist really helps because it helps kind of push some of that oh extra moisture. I cannot wait. Use, I can't wait. Don't use liquid. Use dishwasher pods and then use, use. use a rinse aid. That's what I use both. Finish is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, uh, yeah. That's, is it the uh, the blue one with yep. the little ball or whatever? Oh. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Whoa! Yeah, super. Wow. Woo! Uh, How exciting is that, everybody? Man, Woo. sure love being the most interesting youthful man, podcast. Oh man! And dating ourselves here. Remember when this was just all about our wieners? What a fucking what a fucking nerdy ass. That's that's a thing that only I am passionate about. <laughs> yeah, it's, but the thing is, no. Yeah, I am you now get too. It. Yeah, yeah, it's a sign that this show is like six months from ending tops. <laughs> <laughs> So boring. So boring. Uh, I'm sure that if Ben was in this room, he would give us the blessing to here he is, to uh, go to a, go to a break. Oh, I sure will. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Three dads time is. is uh, <laughs> no, I wrote that down. Three dads <laughs> <laughs> is uh, we're uh, we're coming to a close with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There might, be, there might be people out there who, who want to look appliance for appliance enthusiasts, appliance enthusiasts. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, Google the piranha who hurt food dispenser. Yep. The thing is, like, I used to, I remember I saw a, new, a news story years ago about people who collected old washing machines. Yeah. And they had a club <laughs> like it's a national club of people who collect yeah. old washing machines, like from the 40s and 50s. Sure. Oh, man. Like mechanical washers. So um. so at my office uh, right next door, there's that sign shop. And it's yeah. the guy's move in locations. So he he had me and one of our training guys come down uh, because this was like a four person job. OK, there was this machine. He said it was there when he bought the place. And it's this big fucking mechanical like think imagine like what a cricket does now, but it was made in the 40s. Yeah. Like, oh, a, CNC, like a CNC machine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just, it's just a big like like cutter lathe type thing. I don't yeah. know. But it's it's all like fucking solid steel. Yeah. Oh. And so it took four of us to lift no, this sure. fucking thing into into a, a pickup truck bed. That's fucking crazy. And and he was he was just like, I mean, I don't want to get rid of no. it. I don't want to abandon Listen, it. No, it, that's worth I, money. Even that's if worth I, yeah, real even if I, money. Yeah, that's what he said. Even if I can't use it anymore, it's probably worth something. It's worth real and money. I'm only getting more valuable with time. Yeah. Um, I can tell you, like, my my uh, uncle was a uh, was a machinist uh, and a metal worker. And he uh, and, and he, he liked to do woodworking as well, like, as a hobby. He was a hobbyist woodworker, and he was very good at it. Um, actually, uh, uh, the, the computer desk that I have, it's computer desk now, um, in my spare room, he built out of an old console television. 
Like he, oh, he, sweet. He, he t- like took the TV out and then modified it into a desk and built drawers for it. That's awesome. So, it's real, so you can actually see on the back of the desk where it says tone, volume, station. <laughs> it's really, really cool. That's, um, that is awesome. But when he died, his daughter, um, you know, because none of us fucking knew how to work it, she sold. He had, he had um, uh, you know, steelworking, like metalworking equipment and woodworking equipment. In, that he accumulated over the years as a hobbyist, yeah, and she sold it for like somewhere around eighty thousand dollars. Like <laughs> oh I'm talking like God. big money, like yeah. big fucking money. Yeah, it's so like something like that's probably worth a lot. Um, but it was, it was like the 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 people who collect the old washing machines. I get that shit now. I get accumulating old pieces of tech like that. Yeah, that are you know what I mean. I, I'm like, oh, what a fucking bunch of weirdos. I've made fun of them, but like. You, when you learn about this stuff, it's it's kind of fucking it's cool. Man. There's a reason that people yeah. get into stuff like this. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's something deep inside <laughs> that you know. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's something cool about learning about how stuff works and why oh, yeah. something yeah. is better than another thing. So, Gosh, I, I can't know. wait till someday when I can sell my piranha hard food dispenser for eighty thousand or ninety thousand. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I hate to break it to you, bud. <laughs> I think it's gonna last you yeah. eight years. Yeah, right. No, and nothing's you're have like to that buy anymore. another one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. So, uh, so anyway, um, <laughs> we're gonna take a we're gonna take a quick break here, sure. And we're gonna come back with um, I, I I have to apologize because with the the holiday season and and I've just been busy at work and mm. I've also been sick for a while. Yeah. Um, I I don't have an original reality or bullshit. I have one that I stole. Okay. Oh. So, uh, interesting. Okay. It might be one you guys have seen before. It might not be. It might be easy. It might be hard for you. I don't know. That's um, all right. But we're gonna we're gonna find out. It's something I re- randomly remembered uh, on Sunday that existed, and I looked it up again. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll come back to that, and um, and we will uh, come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Be back in a minute. Stick around or don't. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Who cares? Eat ass. Welcome to the Three Dude Podcast. Yeah. Uh, You can find us at threedudecast.com. If you're wondering whether that's spelled with the numeral three or the word three, the answer is yes. We're so proud of ourselves. We're so clever. We're such clever boys. Wow. We've switched hosting to Podbean. You can still find us on iTunes and Google Play. Mm -hmm. So give us a like. Yeah, give us a like. Give us a listen. Give us a review somewhere. Give Give us a sandwich. Give us a high five. Give us sponsorship. Please give us a hug. Give us that money issues yeah which is very true um but yeah i I don't know i i feel like if that was the angle they were going for they could have done it a little better if that was foreshadowing to what ended up happening to daenerys i'm not sure what they were trying to do with i don't know they might have been winging it just yeah joffrey's evilness is just evilness for evilness's sake at some point it feels like and and i think i think when you look back on something like breaking bad and you and you look at all of the uh all the turns that the series takes and and you look back on it as a whole and think like, wow, this, you know, it's so deliberate and so constructed and so much of it wasn't. Yeah, they, they got they sometimes shows have to wing it and they get real lucky and they yeah, and luck they, is an actual part of TV making yeah. for sure. Sometimes you get handed circumstances that like and inspire you to do something. Yeah. Great. And part of Breaking Bad's greatness, I, I think. Uh, in certain points, uh, comes down to luck. Yeah, uh, right. I agree. And, with that. and some of Game of Thrones uh, pratfalls also come down to luck. I, they winged it, and it just didn't work in some spots. I'm, I'm yeah, only right. just now. Cu- it took me a very long time, but I'm only just now coming to grips with the fact that, like, 
the last two seasons really went way downhill and i i, I didn't yeah. want to think that of that show same, you were the you same. were the one who really held out on that for a long time yeah, yeah. it's not it's not good man it, yeah. it wasn't that good um it which is really sad because it was it also wasn't terrible no it wasn't terrible me. yeah it wasn't terrible but it just I've, you can see when the guys started writing it themselves. Yes, you could. Yeah, you absolutely yeah. could. You could tell it, it, it. They took the turn from a story of like political intrigue and interpersonal drama yeah. to a cool show where we have dragons. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I've I've seen I've seen worse from uh, better shows. Yes, uh, there, a there, big love comes to mind, there, which I talked about. Star Trek: already. The Next Generation comes to mind. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen worse episodes of, of Star Trek: The Next Generation, which is objectively a better show than Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, and and I've seen I think some, you're right. Some goddamn awful episodes of Next Generation. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, <laughs> uh, the, the thing for me that's like the big tell with Great Game of Thrones is like the fact that Tyrion doesn't seem to make a correct decision for like a season and a half. Yeah. It's t- yeah, and it's it's a dramatic departure from what we really like about his character, isn't it? Like we love which Tyrion is that he, works his way out of things. Yeah, he's so clever. He works his way out of things, but he also sees a step ahead. <clears throat> yes, which is which is what you like in a game that that is essentially you know, or in a game in a show <laughs> that is essentially compared to a chess game. Yeah, you yes. know where where everyone's kind of you know making moves and making sacrifices. If the and Game t- of Thrones is in fact a game, Tyrion is a very good player. Tyrion's the one who sees. A step ahead. Tyrion's sure. the one who who does the thing no one expects, and well, then they the don't thing know how is, they react. switched from chess to Candyland, like <laughs> yeah, a spe- right. in particular in the last six episodes, where it's just this quick cutting yeah. thing where they got right to the right to the end, uh-huh. which I yeah. maintain would have been a, a good ending had they given it time to breathe. Yes. If you had ten episodes in the previous season mm. and ten episodes in the final season, and you justified all that stuff that you hammered out. Yeah. It would have made a lot more sense and people I, would have been okay with it. I maintain that that uh, the weakest part of the final season is that they relied too much on surprises. They relied too much on on right. throwing shit at you that you don't expect. Sure. Mm-hmm. Compare that to the finale of Breaking Bad where, like, you know what's going to happen to Walt. Yeah. You know, you, you might not Christy know the Christy doesn't listen to this, does she? <laughs> well, I don't know if she will. Oh, we fuck. can tell her not to listen to this fuck. one. Okay. okay. We'll just yeah. tell her not to listen to this okay, one. Okay, because I was going to say, because I was going to talk about it. But Spoilers yeah. for Breaking Bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm no. so sorry. No, I'm not. I'm no. so fucking sorry. No, let's do it. I mean, um, let's get into it. It's, it's you know, it's. You don't know how he gets there, but you know where he's going. You know, you know where this story you is going. You know to end. where it's going to end. Yeah. You don't know all yeah. the steps to get there, and that's actually why it's satisfying. And, and that's respectful. It trusts the audience to enjoy an ending they might already have deduced. Yeah. Right. Game of Thrones doesn't do that in its final season. Uh-huh. It throws curveballs at you the entire way. Yeah. I feel like it's okay to be surprised by something better than what you expect. Right. But then, like, like how Game of Thrones ends with, like, what better king than... Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Like, uh, literally anyone. Like, yeah, right. all of the main players. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, um, and, you know, I really, I really liked uh, when, you know, the Night King scene... Yeah. At the time, I really liked that. Sure, but, but the more I thought about it, it's like, okay, why is John, John Snow? John here? Snow's over here. He's like f- fucking around and not, you know, having a hand in this. Yeah. I don't it's, know. It's. Fucking- I I also figured out why uh, we had such mixed feelings on the. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. This uh, the scene with you know with Arya taking her fucking clothes off. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know why that made me uncomfortable. Why is that? Because she's been a child for so long yeah, on this show. It's, it's like watching your daughter get naked. Yes. Yeah, right. You know, we've watched her grow up. That's, we've watched her, you know, become the person that she is. It doesn't matter that she's a, an adult. It doesn't matter. No. <laughs> it's no, uncomfortable it's her, because she's our kid's sister or yeah, something, right. you know? Yeah, we, we you know, she, she got a sword. She named it Needle because, right. because of the sewing. And it's like, right. like it doesn't adorable. seem that long ago that that. No, that was that was a 13 year old kid. Right. right. It's like watch. It's like watching your daughter lose her virginity. It's weird. It's weird. It's yeah, really it's, fucking it's really weird. odd. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, unnecessary. Yeah. Like very wholly unnecessary. Yeah. I, th- I think that was I think that was some executive shit. I think that was HBO being like sure being like, you know, Maisie Williams is 21. We got to see a boobs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah we don't have to take a shirt off. Yeah. No, well, think okay. Think about the curveballs that Breaking Bad threw you. Okay, the curveballs that Breaking Bad threw this, you. This episode is going to go so. Long. I know. Sorry, it's okay. Whatever. It's our season finale. Oh, fuck we're it. recording. No. Yeah. Um, yeah fuck it. Um, I figured we had to start. Or, I, once I, again, I, we're talking about television. Yeah. I I, um, I thought we were because you mentioned Christy, and I was like, I, maybe he's just joking. Yeah. But then I look over and see it's in red. Yeah. No, yeah, I had to. I had um, to because we're like we can't miss this. This is this is a good conversation. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so like, uh, think about the curveballs Breaking Bad tossed you. Sure. When they threw you curveballs, they were they were aside from the main like the the main it didn't affect the main conclusion of the overall series, correct? Okay. Right, right. Like directly, like it, to, it was. Like it was think of an example. It like. was part of a whole, part of a whole of how yeah. the train wreck happened. You know, okay. you're watching individual pieces of this train wreck. Yeah. So things like the things like okay, the train episode. Ah, um, and in yeah. particular, the oh. episode, the first five minutes of the episode that followed that, which I think were some of the most brilliant pieces of of television oh. making ever. Yeah, um, really depressing. Really depressing. Oh, um, uh, Christy might be here. Yeah, we might. Uh, yeah, we, we might. Hear. <laughs> cut off um, breaking or bad like discussion. like the run yeah. you know what i mean like yeah how 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 fucking wild was that the first time you saw it or the crawl uh, space thing the, the you know uh, the crawl, crawl space. space scene oh uh, my god yeah chilling bone chilling <laughs> <laughs> so anyway uh, um, yeah let's, let's sure let's uh yeah let's get back on track so now. anyway um uh, like i said before i have a uh, hey welcome back to three dudes show hey. Hey. welcome back to three dudes talk about television hey. again uh ad nauseum <laughs> um so uh, we're, uh, I, I've been busy with holiday stuff. I've been busy with work. Um, so I, I haven't had the time, unfortunately, to come up with an original reality or bullshit. You rat bastard. Well, I fault you for this heavily, but all right. And also I'm going to be coming up with a new game for the next season <clears throat> because unfortunately I, I feel like reality or bullshit is too close to uh, the game of our sister program, uh, Goose Chase. Uh, I feel oh, like Trues and Trues and I feel like it's too similar no. to Trues and Fnews. No, it's, it's too not. Similar. It's too similar. It's time for Trues so and Fnews. The true or false games tell me, are a you billion. You mean to tell me? You mean to tell me? I, well, sure, but but okay. but it, but it's different when you're talking about like playing. you know two. Let, you know, consider our friend group a production company. Okay. You know, let's. <laughs> yeah. Well, what would we call this friend group productions? Tax free productions because we're not actually a business. Please yeah. don't tax us. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to make money to be a business, and all we right. do is spend it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. So, anyway, um, no, so I, I'm going to be coming up with a game for the next season. But, but anyway, the point is, I, I didn't have time to do a, a, a reality or bullshit. That's um, all right. 
so this might be the end of 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 that particular game's run. Uh, so I'm stealing one from another website. This is from medium.com. Yay. This was something that came out several years ago uh, during the most recent presidential elections. Oh, my God. And uh, it is a it is a litmus test. It is a quiz where I will I will read you some quotes. I know this. You have to do. I, you? I remember this happening. I don't know the answers to them all, but I remember okay. this happening. Um. These are quotes, and uh, you have to decide whether they were said by Donald Trump or Frank Reynolds from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, God. I remember this. <laughs> uh, so to start, yeah. uh, we, we won't do all of these. There's there's like 30 of these. Yeah, right. Um, so I'll, I'll pick probably most challenging ones. Uh, there's nothing more threatening to a man than a woman who's smart and attractive. I ooh. ooh okay. Here's the thing. Did Frank I, or oh, Donald say that? So I know Frank said something similar, but I don't know if Frank said exactly that. But I'm going Frank on that one. I'm going Trump. It was Frank Reynolds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, right. the, even the fact that this could be confusing yeah. is the whole point. Yeah. Oh yeah. You couldn't get Obama mixed up with Frank <laughs> fucking Reynolds. Yeah. Right. Next up, all the women flirted with me, consciously or unconsciously. That's to be expected. I'm going, uh, I'm going Trump. Uh, I gotta go Trump. I think. Yeah, that was Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> These all sound like Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they <laughs> will. Donald they Trump. will. All right. Well, next up. Donald. When was the last time you saw a Chevrolet in Tokyo? <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time and you I was saw? About this. I was in Japan, <laughs> and I thought, why is there a Chevrolet? I'm gonna go. Trump. I'm going Frank. It was Donald Trump. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Our own Ooh. very stable genius president. Let's see. How about, oh, here's a tough one. The point is that you can't be too greedy. Oh my God. Oh. There's no way Trump said that. Frank. No, mm, uh, Trump. Frank. Trump. It was Donald Trump. <laughs> Ah, How could that that man ever have said you can't be too greedy? (laughs) How about this one? It's all about image and marketing. There are no bands out there with any musical ability. I know this one. I'll let you go first. Frank. Frank. It was Frank. (laughs) (laughs) It was the Chemical Toilet episode where the Pecan Sandies or all the different bands they made. (laughs) The Pecan, it's got like another meaning. (laughs) <laughs> How about this? If life pushes you down, you've got to push back. Uh, uh, Winston Churchill. <laughs> um, uh, Trump. Frank. It was Frank. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. I remember yeah. this being I, a thing. I can't remember ever a time where Donald Trump said something inspiring. So yeah, right. <laughs> if it's inspiring, then it can't be him. How about this? Did you notice that baby was crying and I didn't get angry? Not once. Did you notice that that baby was driving me crazy? That's definitely Donald. Trump. Donald Trump, a hundred percent. That's Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice that? Uh, Did you notice that that baby was crying? Can you imagine patting yourself on the back for not yelling at a baby? And then and then yelling about a baby. <laughs> yeah, and then like suddenly backdoor complaining about a baby. 
Did you notice that that baby was crying and I didn't <laughs> so have my guards take it out back and shoot it in the face? And I was so pissed and I wanted to strangle it, but I didn't do it. Did but I didn't do it, it because I'm on it. camera. I didn't do it. I'm on camera. Yeah. But I had my guys take about okay, back and strangle it. How about this one? The only kind of people I want counting my money are the little short guys that wear yarmulkes every day. <laughs> oh my god. That, okay. that's, this is the hardest one. This yet. is the hardest one. <laughs> I really want that to be Frank, but I think that's Donald Trump. I don't. Uh, yeah, I feel like it might be too. I'm, <laughs> go, I'm going I Trump. I really on it. want that to be Frank, but I think it's. Trump. I think it might be. It's Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little the guys who wear little, the little guys, the little, the little short guys that wear yarmulkes every day. I love the Jews, and everybody knows and this. Every, and every, no one is talking about how much I love the Jews. Okay, so and, good at Jewish. I'm so good at Jewish people. And last one, last one. <laughs> That's the bad Korea. That's the bad Korea? Oh, shit, dude. I can't imagine Trump actually referring to North Korea as the bad Korea. So I'm thinking it's Frank. Um, Trump seems to love, really love North Korea. But I'm talking about, think about before his presidency. Mm. Here's what's swaying me on this. They did an episode about the North Koreans. Mm. And I think that I think it's Frank. I'm going to say Trump. I'm going to go against you. All right. It was Frank. Okay. <laughs> That's the bad Korea. Trump loves North Korea way too much. Yeah. Uh, I, so, and so no, was, I love North Korea. <laughs> again, that was uh, that was credit to medium.com. Actually, let me, let me find the uh, the author of that. I yeah. Think, I think I'm um, going to reevaluate my game again. That that game that no one likes. That's from uh, <laughs> Jameson. Oh, cannot. you mean uh, smoking and <laughs> drinking. That was from uh, uh, Jameson Herman. Uh, from a medium.com article published on uh, July of 2015. Uh, so thank you for that. Thank you for uh, doing my work for me. Thank you, Jameson. <laughs> I will take it all. And uh, Shouting back to a past in which it seemed that this would never happen. Yeah. 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 Yep. Oh well, God, this is <laughs> so. Um, so I'm glad I've, I've got your, your Irish up here because... Uh, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Oh, what are you doing? Oh, the, oh, leave me alone. That's how all Irish people sound, don't you know? Oh, get your hands off me. Oh, I'm going to beat Floyd Mayweather. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> Connor McGregor. Connor McGregor. He's the tiniest little fighter, but he can do so much. Hi, it's me, Connor McGregor. Here's, here's a shot of $50,000 whiskey. So anyway. So anyway. The, God damn it. That's how all Irish people sound. All of them. Um, Every single one of us. That's yes. how we talk when all we're not you, all being recorded. He, all of you people. He, <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Corner McDavid. Reminds me of that that fucking uh, uh, when they're in the IT crowd when they're going to the theater to see Gay the Musical. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and one of the actors comes up to to Roy. And he's, he's like, "I love the Irish. You're all mad." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. Yes. We're all we're all insane. <laughs> <laughs> We are. Uh, We're all crazy. Everyone uh, really funny. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, today's topic. I'm I'm gl- I'm glad I've I've uh, I've stoked the the fires with with your 
uh-huh. uh, towards towards uh, our our um, <laughs> our sitting president, uh, White House occupant. Yeah. Uh, right. The orange person <laughs> who who sits in the Oval Office the, for the, some the reason. The thing in the wing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. The, the thing, thing on the wing. The thing. Some something. thing in the wing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> How's that not come up yet? That's a good one. Yeah, that is. That is a really good one. Yeah, I'm gl- <laughs> glad we thought of it. I'm sure we're not the first people. Yeah, I'm but anyway, start um, that so that could be the name of the episode. We, we've done, <laughs> we've done, uh, we've done episodes about a lot of different emotions. We've done episodes about comedy. We've done episodes about sadness, crying, fear. Yeah. We haven't done an episode about anger. That's amazing oh, to me. Man, that's as soon really as you started saying that, I'm like, we've never done an episode about. We never yeah. done an episode about anger, and uh, it occurred to me because we were watching other people get angry at video yes. games yeah. the and, other and night. enjoying it thoroughly. It is thoroughly so enjoying good. it. Yeah. People absolutely destroying their fucking keyboards mm-hmm. uh, because a teammate wouldn't do what they said or or because they they uh, they lost it in a uh, uh, straight 1v1 fight where they, you know, lost clean and fair. Yeah. Um I think there's a low undercurrent of anger on our show in general. For yeah. sure. That's why we have why we're fucked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, right. so I, But I think it's great to focus specifically on anger because I think there's kinds of anger. Maybe we yeah, there's at least sure. there's I think there's an inherent pessimism on the show, except for Ben. Cynicism, maybe. Cynicism. Cynicism. Someone, that's someone's someone's got to be optimistic. Yes. I mean, like, you have, you two, have to buoy the spirits. Two Church, pessimists. Church, yeah. Churchill said, I am an optimist because it doesn't make sense to be anything else. Uh, Lincoln said, if you are a racist, I will attack you with the North. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, Paula Dean said, oh, I didn't know it was being thrown after she got hit in the head with a hand. That's a true story. Paula Dean, someone threw a ham at Paula Dean's head. That video so, does not get old. I didn't know it was being thrown. So, so I think I think we've had the the story before, right on the show about about the um, the interception in your NCAA game. Yes, yeah, yeah. we talked um, about it on the crying episode. So, man. So, nervous breakdown. Yeah. yeah. So like. So, like, in addition to our own anger, and we have plenty of anger, uh, you know, we're we're 30-somethings that are kind of getting by. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, we have plenty of reason to be angry. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, like, you know, as always with with these kinds of topics, I want to, like, kind of look at it from all angles, like the nature of anger or or other people's anger that that you maybe sympathize with or or is amusing to you, possibly. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you know, like... I feel like, like what's the dumbest thing you've ever seen anyone get angry about, for instance? Oh, that's a good <gasps> question. That's a super good question. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> um, I'm regularly entertained, uh, and I'm going to just throw him under the bus here because I don't think he's going to listen to this. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I'm regularly under, entertained by my dad, like, doing something incorrectly or doing something wrong because yeah. <laughs> he's got a very old like old old guy sensibility about it okay like he went to hand me his where is this guy? I had to I, I had to help him jump his car because he like he very rarely drives anywhere anymore. Like we go out on mm-hmm. Tuesdays and I usually pick him up. Yeah. And he's retired. So he gets to enjoy sitting on the couch and watching movies all day and yeah. like you know, doing stuff around the house. And Got he doesn't it. if he, not when you're retired, then when? He like he leaves like maybe once a week. He'll go out, you know. But I had to jump his car battery because he hadn't left in a while. Uh and the car was just sitting out there. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he went to hand me. <laughs> 
I like I pulled my jumper cables out of the car earlier. Yeah. And he's like, he was gonna go in and grab something real quick, and I was gonna get started on jumping his car. And he went to hand me his car keys and he's like <laughs> I'm sorry. This is so funny to me. He's like, Here, here's my car keys. <laughs> and he pulled out his reading glasses. <laughs> That's kind of funny. And there was like a second where he realized, like, I went to reach for him and I'm like, I pulled my hand away. And there was a second where he didn't realize why I didn't take them. And he's like, Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> he's just like went to get his car keys back. It's just so funny to me. Like I don't know why it's it's that is really funny. <laughs> it just cracked me up. It's like it's it's gonna happen to all of us eventually. It, it, shit, I mean it probably right, happens exactly. to me twice a week and I forget about yeah, it. It's, it's already <laughs> happening to me. It's just so I don't know why it cracks me up. It's just like, like really. Well, it's like if you saw like, someone talking into uh, a what? banana. Yeah, it's right. like that kind of like that's not right. Right. <laughs> that moment what the of hell. That's, that's, that's incorrect. No, oh, it's just so oh, funny. Man. So it's re- it's funny to see him. You know, he's like, yeah. He take he's retired, so he gets to take his time doing things. Yeah, and he just he's like very it, very slow and methodical about how he does stuff because he doesn't have to hurry anymore. He's retired, uh-huh. and like that's what retirement's for is like enjoying your life and taking your time. But it's sure. just really funny when he takes his time and like you know <laughs> right. do it, something stupid that like anybody <laughs> would do, like you know. Yeah. Forgetting to leave, like leaving your wallet at home, or like you know what I mean, things like that. Like, God, I am forever something I doing fucking that. do all the time, which yeah. is infuriating. Yeah, you left your wallet here like two days ago, right? Yeah, I did. And, <laughs> and then, then I had, and by the way, then you picked up your wallet and you you left all the other stuff. Yes, <laughs> I got. I grabbed. I grabbed my my gifts that uh, Aubrey bought me, mm-hmm. um, and I grabbed uh, my wallet mm-hmm. and my pocket knife, right? and I left Trisha's iron, I left our iron and Trisha's, Trisha's gifts, yeah, which right. were right there. <laughs> All, everything was Everything was spot. right there. Yeah. Your, your girlfriend texted me, she's like, dude, you left <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, she sent it to me too. She's like, I thought he would have recognized his own iron. Nope. <laughs> no, left all that shit there. Bless you. Shush. Oh, oh, oh my, my God. God. Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, I left all that shit. She te- the thing is, I was I had to take something to uh, Alterations <sighs> Express, like, right after that. Oh, my God. Dude. Oh, my God. <clears throat> anyway, I'm sorry. Were you telling a story? Wow, yeah, no, it's good. This show stopped being listenable <laughs> right there. No, I went to, uh, I had to go to Alterations Express right after that. And the thing is, by the time I got her message, yeah. I was on the road. I was like... Almost at Alterations Express, and I saw that, and it was like, "Hey, dude, you left your iron here." And I went, "Ah!" I was just in the car. I was like, "Damn it!" I was so frustrated. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do that shit all the time. I'm forever like leaving my wallet at home, or yeah, me you know, too. Just fucking <laughs> really annoying stuff. I want to tell. I want to tell Bless you. Shush. Uh, I want to tell you briefly about. Uh, so there's a guy I work with. He's like a temporary dude, right? Uh-huh. And. um He's like an older guy, and he does, like, work in finance where he, like, enters basically, like, you know, stuff into the system or resolves billing things or stuff like that. And the, the, one of the things I love about this guy is that he is always constantly under his breath just muttering all day long. Which, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Which is annoying on, <laughs> at sometimes and hilarious at other times. I identify with that so much. Right, because the thing is, e- even now, like, I feel like relatively – capable or competent but like i could i know that like in like no time at all stuff's gonna start to outpace me where i'm like ah, everything pisses me off i don't understand this 
Um, so this is this dude like every day at work where it's like he'll make a phone call to someone and be like, hi, I'm calling about a billing, but whatever. And then hang up the phone and then like under his breath, but like loud enough, everyone can hear him go, gosh, nobody answers the phone anymore. Nobody answers the phone. Man gets angry. It shakes fist to cloud. Yeah, <laughs> it's that. But it's like all day or it'll be just like these deep sighs like. <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> um, this I, something about him amuses the hell out of me. It's just all day long like that. The, you identify with the old curmudgeonly. Yes, this guy's what sixty something years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah right. right, exactly. Yeah, it, it, it's, I can it, see him. Yeah, <laughs> just, just, nobody. Here's just, uh, what were we doing anyway? I don't oh, know. I was trying to get the goddamn coffee maker to work, and I yeah, yeah, I I identify with that a lot. Yeah. Fucking my buddies in Danang didn't drive for less. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, ooh, dial that back a bit. <laughs> so the the psychological explanation for human anger. I want to run this by you guys. Okay. Normally, you think of you think of any old animal. Mm-hmm. They get angry because you're encroaching on their territory, or because you're they th- think you're a threat to their babies. Or because you're taking an aggressive posture and, and, you know, you want to get by them for some reason. They think, oh, okay, let's fucking fight. Mm -hmm. So anger is, you know, it's an evolutionary. It's ingrained into uh, it's it's a response to like threat on some level. Yeah. So what is what is the threat response for if you die multiple times to a Dark Souls boss? The answer, according to psychology, is that (laughs) (laughs) doctors hate him. Is because we are arguably, ostensibly, the most socially developed animals on the planet. Uh-huh. And yeah. something like uh, a threat to our ego is enough to trigger that survival response yeah. of self-defense and anger. Interesting. Um, you know, so so a personal insult on a big enough scale, uh, something that might demonstrate to us that we're not as good as we think we are at something, something yeah. that might threaten our social position is enough to to activate the same place in our brains right. that a threat to our earthly survival might be. So as a sufficiently developed animal that knows that even something that doesn't directly have to do with, like, you know, status or or, uh, you know, reproduction or things like that, mm. they all factor in. Right? Like, like we yeah. know that, like, you know, the, su- the mistakes we make in them and whatever would be considered embarrassment has an actual impact on our social standing. A sufficiently advanced animal like us has much more depth to, to them. So what other animals would consider a deep threat that yeah. merits anger is on our level pretty shallow. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like like the same the same distance that would have to be traveled for an animal to consider uh, a thing a threat. Uh-huh. We have so much more. We because uh, our 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 pyramid of needs, yeah. our, our hierarchy of needs is so much taller. Okay, but our anger response activates uh, at about the same point down where we feel like it's you know it's a threat. Yeah, yeah. Social ex- if something threatens our social acceptance, it's a threat, and we get angry. If yes. if something threatens 
uh, our our self worth. It's yes. a threat, and which we can, is why and, I think we, we can become angry about. We it. get so mad at video games. Everybody yeah. at this table, mm-hmm. I think. Well, shit, all this stuff is like the, the things that like start to make your life hell in like middle school. Yes, and yeah. not and not elementary school, but suddenly in middle school. Well, no, right? nobody, nowhere is that more apparent than in the jungle that is. You know, like. In American public early yeah. childhood, yeah, right. Yeah. Public school system, in, you know. In, in elementary school, you you seek approval from your your parents and your teachers. Yeah. In middle school, suddenly, uh, that's when that's when your brain starts to develop enough to where you seek approval from uh, approval from your peers. Right. 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 And and which that, is a healthy which is a healthy response actually. Yeah. Right. We, we're social animals. It it has to happen. Yeah. It's natural for it to happen. It drives parents and teachers crazy, but. Someday it's not authority figures that you will need to impress. Right, exactly. It right. is your peers. It's it's the people that will one day become the authority figures. Right. Sure. It's it's the people that, you know, uh as as social structures form and, and you begin to understand them, mm-hmm. it's the people that, you know, the popular kids, the sure. you know, the the straight edgers, the the yeah. In other words, the, the the kids who develop drinking problems in college. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, I feel personally um, at that. Yeah, ooh, but it's relatable. Uh-huh. <laughs> glug glug. glug yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's uh, you know it's it's the development of of social recognizance. It, as you get less reliant on your parents, yeah. Yeah. you become more. You have to be reliant on something, and it's well. Not everyone is relying on something. There are people who live out in the woods and are perfectly happy. Yeah, right. Um, but it's it's that it's that idea that because we're social animals, we have a larger hierarchy of needs. Yeah, it doesn't take as much for us to to become threatened huh. because oh. because social structure is so important to our survival. Sure, that makes me feel a lot better about wigging out like an animal. Allow <laughs> allow me to go deeper here. We we're I t- brought up like um, the American. We we're talking about the American dream earlier. Um, Dusty Rhodes? The American Dream. Dusty, Dusty Rhodes, <laughs> my son Dustin, fruit of my loins, if you will. Um, I won't. I won't. Uh, no. Uh, feel it down on my plums. My plums. We were talking about the American Dream earlier. That's part of the reason that the American Dream, as it was presented to us in the 40s and the 50s, mm. uh, you know, would people finally realize that that was a lie is because, you know, your the, the entire schooling system up to that point had been continue to impress those authority figures. Right. The, yeah. the parent, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, and then once you hit this point in the 50s is where it really, I think, started. Um, which explains the 60s and 70s. Correct. Which, exactly. Anger. Yeah, exactly. Right. You you hit this point where it's like, no, we're social animals and the hierarchy is to be accepted socially. Yeah. So you see that big change come through. And now in the, the age we're at, it's just a matter of trying to process all of that. Mm-hmm. We got mm-hmm. through all that anger, anger, denial. And maybe this is the acceptance stage or maybe we're still in the anger stage. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we haven't worked through all this anger. There's been a lot of developments from the 60s <coughs> to now. Gosh. A lot has fucking changed sure. in fifty years, more so than I think any any sure. fifty year period in history. Sure. Um, and like people like to go, oh, okay, boomer, and like uh, you know, there's a lot of you got like to go, okay. you got to give it, you got to give it to at least some sects of that generation because they did get. There's still a lot of work that needs to be done in order to achieve that kind of like utopia, but they mm-hmm. did accomplish a pretty decent amount. I don't know, like what. I don't know, my, like my thing. Well, I mean, my thing with the boomers is I do very much think that like all the forward momentum 
that had been built in a post-war, you know, economic boom mm -hmm. was squandered there. I agree with and that. And we reached to, like neutral or like uh, or like uh, zero, you know, progress. But we're talking point. about socially. Socially speaking, you see a lot of advances, at least in like terms of like civil rights. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, sure, okay. Um, you know what I mean? Like the the core, the 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 hot, like the stuff that they talk about on debate stages, mm -hmm. like the core civil rights. You know, black people are now, at least in most circles, considered. You know, human beings. Yeah, that's pretty um, good. Right. So let's, let's put that in the uh, yes column. Women's lib, you know, women's lib was huge. So you're seeing like yeah. what would have been excluded parts of society start to come forward. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, look, man, uh, the world is objectively better now than it, right. than it was back then. Sure. The, objectively. The, the, like take 1955. There, there's parts that are worse than they were, like mm -hmm. a lot worse than they were in 1955. Yeah. But socially speaking, you can't say that things aren't better now. Well, that's the thing is like to they are better now. They certainly are better. It now. would be pretty ignorant to say otherwise. That yeah. the, the only the only if you measure things strictly by how far a dollar goes, sure. Then sure, we're in a real pickle. Sure. Yeah. It's but, it's just different problems. They're just different problems. Different problems, that, sure. Yeah, that's just like one very narrow way to look at the world we're living in. Yeah. But like even even, you know, even some of the some of the lower like the more lower class families in America still at least have access to a television and, and yes. network television mm -hmm. uh, internet, information yeah uh, yeah a phone that can access the internet mm -hmm. um, that's not to say that's not to say it's great making less than you know twenty or fifteen thousand dollars a year right. it's terrible right yeah right it is it's not it's, it's not a, good. it's objectively bad but then but the it's flip better, side of this it's it, better than it would be making the equivalent amount of money in 1955 how much you don't need to spend money on because you have the internet. Yeah, it's yeah. a thing you don't even think about now. Yeah. Or public libraries. Yeah. In, in spite of all the, in spite of everything, we still have public libraries. Sure. Yeah, right. Sure. For now. For now. <laughs> for for well, right now. Well, yeah. they still exist. Yeah. Basically, until uh, <laughs> until Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell get together and decide <laughs> it's not worth, uh, you know, taxpayer dollars, uh, we have it for now. <laughs> Yeah. So a book never did me any good. I read The Great Gatsby. I didn't get it. I know <laughs> books are worthless. <laughs> Got to be honest with you. I didn't fucking get The Great Gatsby. I hate The Great Gatsby. I didn't I, read The Great I Gatsby. Didn't, I didn't care. For, I got it. I, don't, I didn't care it, for it. I just don't care for it. Yeah. yeah. I got it. I didn't care for it. Um, I didn't read it, so I'm not even – I can't even weigh in. I – I've 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 put off reading 1984 for a long time for a very similar reason because every every fucking <laughs> wannabe anarcho socialist out there yeah. has has read 1984 you know <coughs> yeah you know gotten into this fucking Illuminati you know Big Brother like and you know yeah obviously the government would love to keep as as you know tabs on you as much as they possibly can yeah we're not in 1984. Like, get fucking real. Now, here's the thing. Uh, Orwell is an incredibly important writer on, like, issues of you know, things like the power of the state over people. Sure, but he had a real hate boner for socialism in a way that gets kind of irritating. <laughs> yeah, yes. I have read Animal Farm. And by the end of it, I was just irritated, yeah. like, OK, I get it. <laughs> yeah, right. After being browbeat with this <laughs> message for, you know, how, what, a couple hundred pages or whatever. Yeah. And it, it was easy for me to say that in 2005. Yeah. You know, when when, you know, uh, the USSR had come and gone. Mm -hmm. But 
you know, I I get it. I just, it's just like he irritates me. I sort of feel like Orwell has also been co-opted by a lot of people that were entirely unlike him. You know? Yeah. Like you know, you could you could take you could take. How about that that Apple commercial? You know, where the woman runs in a, in a that <laughs> right. sexy tracksuit and throws a sledgehammer. Yeah, right. To destroy um, Big Brother <laughs> once and for all. Yeah. Um. So what what's the what's the uh, you ever you ever witnessed any public anger that made you just like it's laugh my favorite at thing. the person, oh, dude? I work at Best Buy <laughs> all the time. Mm. Oh, do you remember when we were we were at trivia that one night? And, oh, yeah. and that drunk guy kept shouting out the answers and Winfield like fucking oh, owned him. Yes. <laughs> so like so we're at bar trivia at, at uh, the old Lemon Grove. Where, can where, I drink one of these? Absolutely. I can. really like feel it a Christmas ale right Yeah, now. please do. They're they're probably a little warm, but they might honestly be better that way. That's all right. Yeah, um, Christmas here, ale, I think, uh, might be better got warm. My keys Thank you, my dude. Yeah. It is Christmas, my dudes. It is Christmas. <laughs> it is Christmas, my, my dude. Thank you. Um yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, so so the old Lemon Grove. There's this, there's this drunk guy. Fucking uh, every time Winfield asks a question, you're supposed to write down the answer. Mm-hmm. And there's this drunk asshole shouting out the answers. Yeah, or what he thinks is the correct answers. He might have gotten one or more wrong. Um, and Winfield just had it. He <laughs> ca- he calls the guy up like like calm as can be. Yeah. And this this is what I love is is when people who know how to handle people get really mad and they go into this like deadly calm mode. Yes. Yeah. You know, I love that. And the thing about if you know you, you the people listening don't know uh, our buddy Winfield. Uh, Winfield is not a stupid person. He's very smart. He is very incredibly well, smart. Very very well read, very intelligent um and can you know can He's one of those people who can explain themselves really well, mm-hmm. which is a really rare trait. I think now under pressure, he's very capable of articulating what he needs to get across. I think that's a that's a very good indicator of a smart person too. Yes. Is how well they can explain a concept to someone who has no experience. Yes, yeah, um, Winfield's very good at that. Um, so he he calls this guy up in front of the stage, has him sit down in a chair in front of the stage. And reads him some fucking impossible trivia questions. Yeah. And when the guy can't answer, he starts he starts like coming down on him harder and harder. Yeah. And then eventually tells him to get the fuck out. <laughs> because don't ruin trivia night. Don't be a dickhead. Trivia night is like for a lot of people, maybe the one good thing. Yeah, they get to do we every had week. so yeah. much fun when we. When yeah. we did, you know, oh, yeah. He was I remember one of the questions he asked a question about like. Chinese ship captains in World War Two, or it's something, or like Japanese <laughs> yeah. ship captains in World War Two, something like really, really obscure. Yeah, and he goes, uh, the guy answered like, uh, and he goes, that's incorrect. It was actually so. Yeah, yeah, give him a second. <laughs> yeah, that's incorrect. It, it was like you know, Winfield's up on the stage, and this dude is sitting there in a chair. It's like watching God judge some some puny mortal <laughs> for right. You know, it was it was so good, and then mm-hmm. by the end of it. Everyone else was standing like, yeah, get, get out, out get yeah, out. Get, right. Yeah. <laughs> and he got, he, he, so fuck you guys. I remember he left and he got, the, got a standing ovation when he left the bar. Yeah. <laughs> like vicarious anger is so good because like, yeah, it, 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 it's the same sensation you get when, you know, you're watching like a real righteous beat down on YouTube or something, you know, Speaking street of YouTube, fights. 
YouTube. Okay, there is a channel that I love. I've watched this with you guys, I'm sure. It's called Road Rage in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we watched a couple talk, of videos. You want to talk about some anger? It's one of my favorite. I don't know why. I Because the thing is, I kind of think most of the time, like my normal life, I'm waiting for something to happen. Yes. It oh, does, God, it, don't you? Just like, yeah, and when you get I, that feeling something's happening, you're like, yes, oh, shit, something's yeah. happening. I try, to, I try to ignore that feeling, but I... It, uh, like it's like you exercise that part of your brain so you can be prepared when it does happen. Yeah, I think you that's know? it. It's it's right. like emergency preparedness. You can stick up for yourself. You can you can evaluate. You yeah. know you know is this person going to do anything violent? If not, you know can I you know yeah you know get get a little you know argumentative yeah. with them. Exactly. It's just to watch this stuff. To watch this stuff when things actually happen is so satisfying. Right. It. It. I think it very rarely happens in in the common person's life. Yeah. I yeah. like to think so. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think it's as common as like mass media would have you think. Mm-hmm. No. I. I. I can. I can count the number of times on one hand that I've been in a a very like a like an intense argument, a vitriolic argument with someone after high school. Yeah, yeah right, right. You know, it, like it, obviously when you're when you're 18 and under, you're you know, you're willing to kind of you know, sure. puff out your chest a little bit and yeah. get into fights cuz nothing will really happen to you. <laughs> mostly we get it's like mostly after point? high school except for work where it's not socially acceptable to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're surrounded by um Okay, like us, like we're yeah. we're all people who can disagree in a room together and are capable of holding a discussion without it devolving into anger. Uh, speak no. for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, like we've disagreed about things on this show. I on, don't on Mike. I don't, Mic. I don't um, remember doing that. Oh, okay. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> the, the, the the debate episode. Yeah, the debate episode. I don't, Good still, example. No idea what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> no. Um, well, I told you about that time, right? Like I, I uh, you were with your client, right? I was, I was with a client of mine, and mm. I, I, I absolutely should not have done this in front of my client. This who, is the why, right? But you were right. You were one hundred percent correct. I, I yeah. think I was. You were. You were in the uh, right. Yeah. yeah, the guy who who like started smart mouthing me because I didn't know where the second swimming pool was, and I had no yeah. reason to know that. I, I was, I was just like, well, I'm, I'm just with my, I'm just with my guy here. We're just going to the the workout room, um, you know. Like and he asked me, he's like, so you know, so why why say anything if you don't know? And so I I you know, so I told him, you know, whatever you've got up your ass, don't take it out on me, okay? <laughs> and then he like got up, he's like a whole head shorter than me. This he's like an older guy, yeah. And yeah, so right. and so like he's you know he's getting up in my face and and you know so. You know, I don't have any intention to, to yeah, escalate. You don't want to fight, so, so fight this I just, guy, I just right, like yeah. kind of smiled, shake my head, you mm-hmm. know, like, like. But you always got to be ready. Yeah. You always got to be ready for some, be ready. some little old guy with something to prove to start swinging fists. Right. You got to be ready. And that's yeah. why that's why the response that you had is kind of entirely appropriate. Yeah. Because you got to think your body also needs that little shot to be like, yeah, hey, you might have to fucking do something yeah, right, right now. Yeah. I my my one regret about that was that I did it in front of a client of mine. Yeah, I should sure. not have done that. Sure. No, absolutely. Sure. But not. you were 100 percent in the right to call him out. Yeah, he was. A dick. I, I understand like work <laughs> work aside. Yeah, uh, you were right. You were absolutely correct to do that. Yeah. And um, it, I'm I'm I'll always be. Uh, a proponent of the belief that you know if you're if you're disrespected on the job, mm-hmm. you should be able to stand up for yourself. That's, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree one hundred percent. And I, I buy into this idea of like you're you're part of the company right now. Yeah, and I, I'm always a human being. It's really easy for me to say this, having never worked retail. Mm. 
but like no, you don't let people talk to you that way. No, and and you shouldn't. And 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 your manager, your direct superior, should not let people talk to you that Correct. way. Right. It's an outdated and old philosophy that the customer is always right, and that you're always and exclusively representing the company. And right. I, I've said this on the podcast. Before. That's not what that means. I right? know I have. Yeah, that that's not mm-hmm. what that means. Right. The customer is always right refers to the fact that demand drives what you sell. Correct. Correct. Um, but yeah. Uh, so what? Uh, we, we we were talking about the funniest yeah. uh, um, anger yeah. that you've ever seen in public. Um, <laughs> well, you were you you mentioned your client. Uh, can I bring up the the angriest I ever got in public? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, you might have. I think I I don't remember if I talked about this on the show or not. This is the closest I ever came to. Oh, uh, actually, we did, actually, we definitely did talk about this on the show. Yeah, I almost, I, I almost <laughs> hit somebody in public. Yeah, um, yeah, it was this I guy. This. It was, was it at Home Depot. Where was it? Was, it was, it was Dick's, Dick's. Dick's Sporting Goods. Yes. Um. Yeah, this guy was just like, <sighs> he was like in line. It was a long line. It might have been around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had his grandson, who you know, uh, who I can only assume was his grandson. Yeah. And he was just like berating this kid and he was yeah. in front of me in line and he just like he kept like he wouldn't stop. He was just like verbally berating this kid like I can't believe you would do that. Like the kid like walked off or something in the middle of the store. Yeah. And like rather something than the kids do. Something the kids do, which is like rather than like yeah. okay, and you just stay by me. Like he just and he just laid into this kid and he wouldn't stop. Yeah. And it got worse and worse and worse and then he started like pushing the kid and finally like the lady in front of me said something because which was a blessing because I was very close to just <laughs> hitting him in the back of the head. Yeah. Um, I had a pool or not a pool cue. I had a, a golf club in my hand at the time. So <laughs> worth noting. <laughs> um, Same concept. different yeah, game. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like he, he just, it, uh, he just kept going. This lady was fine. Like, can you stop? Can you yeah. please shut? Like she, and he just, then he started arguing with this lady and it, it just it was getting louder and like I could see all the people in the store like like about to call their managers over and yeah. he started getting closer to this lady and I put my hand on his shoulder and I went no seriously you need to stop or we're going to have a very very serious problem and I kind of like leaned over him and squeezed a little bit like yeah like yeah. I'm going to hit you if you don't <laughs> stop it yeah and he, he like he 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 was like verbally still going but he kind of like Backed a little Physically bit. Physically backed yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, I could see like the the like the reaction of like. Yeah. Meanwhile, you can feel like veins going tell. off yeah, in your I, own head. You, you know the thing where like you, you I didn't. Uh, it was one of those things where I didn't understand the the phrase like you're seeing red before, yeah. and I almost it got to this. You start to hear the blood pressure. Oh yeah. Pulsing yeah. in your oh, ears, yeah. and it just it got worse and worse and worse, and he he was still like verbally going. And and by the time we got out of the building, I had him almost backed into the wall. Mm-hmm. And like, like we, we, I rang my stuff out, and he kept going. He said something smartassy to me, if yeah. I remember correctly. By the time we got outside of the building, yeah. And I turned around, and I had him like, I was backing him into the wall, and it got to the point where like I had dropped the thing that I bought, and I was right there, and I could see that this kid is still with him. And yeah. it, I, I had my, I had, first of all, I had a, well, I was coming home from work. Right. So I had a, I have a knife. <laughs> you have a small, you have I a have blade. a knife. <laughs> I have a very, which I always keep very sharp for work. So I had a knife in my pocket and I felt my hand ball into a fist, mm-hmm. like right here down by my, yeah. by my pants. And I just got 
down on my knees and suck, suck that, that guy's, guy's dick <laughs> right there in front of Dick's Sporting Goods. And, Nate, and his kid watched, too. And I was like, yeah, you're, yeah, so, you're you embarrassed now. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're gay now. Huh? <laughs> no, it was like I showed uh, him. I showed that guy <laughs> when I got him off in front of Dick's. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, whatever. Yeah, uh, I got you sexually confused now. <laughs> I feel like we needed a little yeah. levity here. <laughs> no, I, I, I like, I, I got, I got, I've, I, and it was just the way. Like, I, I don't have a problem with people picking on kids. I, I oh, just, yeah, I just do. I think a lot of us have that. That's sort of a trip for a lot of us. Yeah, because I think you never forget the feeling. Of being belittled when of you're being a child. belittled as a child because oh, you're yeah. already smaller than the whole world, and yeah. then things take yeah. advantage of that. Yeah, you and know? It, it, I mean, it was just it was one of those things where like the 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 blessing was the lady in front of me who spoke up first because yeah. there I think there were a lot of people there who were very close to like exploding uh-huh. on this guy. Yeah, and it's better to I, I don't know a nice way to put this it. better to have a woman do it than a man because mm-hmm. a guy's way of no, expressing right. it's, that it's, anger it's, is very different. It's a lot less socially acceptable. Uh, uh, she's at, she's at less risk of physical retaliation in public. Right. Whereas my it, first response in public is, is the important yeah, part. You're right. Yeah. My first response is to cold cock this guy from behind where he can't see it coming. Right. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah, it's almost expected. That's in not a public. football move. Again, yeah. <laughs> in public, that's it's expected that women will voice that kind of thing, and that if a man does, it's it's going um, to lead to a, a, a conflict. Um, but it was, yeah. it was a blessing in that she spoke up first because it took the attention off of the kid and, yeah. and towards her, and then towards me. Yeah, um, yeah, which, that, that's the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. right. Because I'd rather him like try and start something with me because yeah. I can. Yeah, I would ram your head repeatedly into the side of the building <laughs> until you yeah. stop moving. You know, and the kid can't do that. Mm-hmm. So. But it, it was like I remember I, I had this moment where I, I I could I couldn't hear anything except a ringing in my ears and my uh-huh. blood pulsing, and my I was That'll shaking. Happen. Yeah, and I, it, I have that very rarely, and I know what you mean. It's like you you're on a different level. It was a whole like yeah. it was a whole well, that's body the, reaction. That's the yeah that's the that's the threat reaction. Yeah, and that's uh, again speaking to uh, humans as social animals, mm-hmm. it's because you you feel angry on behalf of someone. Yes, yeah, which is which is something that humans do. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that other higher order mammals do. I think so as too. well. Um, yeah. uh, mothers protecting their cubs and things sure. like that, even if it's not their cubs. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Like uh, lots of other animals have an idea of like theirs and everyone else. Right. You know. Right. You know, whatever that means. Um, um, what I ended incidentally, what I ended up doing is because I got to this point where I had him, I had him backed up, and I was like, if I kept going, I was going to hit him. I was yep. going to hit him, and I was going to. Put his head into the wall, yeah, and yeah, it like which is not cool. Yeah, no, not cool. <laughs> so, um, not was, cool. Yeah. And I'm like, like no. I said, I'm, I just got out of work. I got out of work early, and I'm in a yeah. work shirt, and I have a knife in my pocket. <laughs> so like, I, and like, I'm I'm one of those people who like, mm-hmm. I, I can't promise I'm not gonna like hurt this guy really. Yeah. So I, I just turned around and I backed up and I went in the car and what I did is waited for him to leave 
and I followed him out of the parking lot and I went to his house and killed him and his family. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I waited for him to leave and I called. No one will ever know. <laughs> Uh, I, I got his license plate number. Uh, yeah. I still remember he drove it uh, uh, like a late 90s, early 2000s Ford Mustang, and yeah. it was yellow. Did you call children, children's services? I called the Youngstown or the Boardman Police Department, yeah. and I got a description mm. of the vehicle and the license plate number. So I don't know whatever happened. Hey, but. you know what? Here's the thing. If ever again there's an incident with this guy, that's going to be part of the, the story. That's yeah. a supporting yep. piece yep. of evidence that they can use to do something. Yeah. Someone like CPS can go, okay, well, yeah, this is the only, the only thing on file, but we had, there's several calls of people saying this guy's a menace. Yeah. We yeah. can at least use that to look into this guy. That's how I justify it, because yeah. like, like, it, it almost got very violent very quickly, and I'm thinking like somebody like my brother-in-law, like Trisha's older brother, yeah. that dude would have been dead or hurt <laughs> very seriously. Like, yeah. you know, it's just... Yeah. You can't you can't do that kind of shit out in public because you don't know who's no who's there right and you, like you sure right? about this you sure about this grid yeah like <laughs> if someone like me who is for the most part pretty even keeled yeah thought mm-hmm. for the briefest of, of moments about stabbing you to death in a parking lot <laughs> yeah you yeah. know what I mean you're like, in the wrong yeah yeah it's I'm still angry thinking about it like it yeah. just it, I've never been so yeah. pissed in my life you know. Yeah. I, I had, I had, uh, uh, well, I guess I shouldn't talk about that one because it involves a former client of mine. I don't know. Mm. If, that's probably not a coach. That's okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, I wasn't angry at the client. There was, there was someone who was harassing him. Mm. Uh, oh, you should not talk about that. Yeah, no, if, if that, this is the story, I think it is. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was, not. it was a legal case. It can't go into details yeah. about it probably. Yeah. Um, but needless to say it, it was terrible. Um, but I remember one time when I was in, in my early teens, I, I say early teens, I was probably 11 or 12. Yeah. Um, your we late, were, your late preteens, my late or your very early teens. Yeah. Yeah. My, my late early preteens. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, I was, um, so, you know, like, like you do, I, I was out at the short holes at Mill Creek with my dad, uh-huh. uh, you know, in the, in the long-term process of teaching me and my brother golf. And uh, mm-hmm. you see my dad's swing, right? Yeah. Like, like mm-hmm. he's a fucking monster. Yes. Yeah, he's got a great swing, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, he has a fucking amazing swing. <laughs> it always, it always slices. Yeah. is the problem. Uh, but he gets some great distance. That's cool. <laughs> so, so he's teaching us how to golf. Uh, you know, we're at the you know the par three holes uh, at uh, <laughs> par two holes at at uh, Mill Creek Park. Par two. That's par three. It, par, are they par three? Okay. Three, yeah. The the. I don't know. They, they always feel shorter than they really are. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, those short holes at Mill Creek. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm having an especially bad day. And oh. and me being, you know, a kid with Asperger's syndrome, oh. at, you know, 11 or 12 years old, I, of course, start going off yeah. uh, on my equipment. On nature, oh just god, wail on it as a, as, yeah. a, as an also on the spectrum golfer. Yeah, I just wholly identify. So things feels good. Yeah, yeah. So at one point, I I want to say it was on maybe like our our fourth or fifth hole of nine. Mm-hmm. I I slam my iron into the ground and and shout some kind of cuss word. And this <laughs> this guy on the adjacent tee, yeah, uh, sh- uh, shouts over at me. Will you calm down? Not now. Not now. I won't. So, so, <laughs> so, like, I turned to look at him, and and like, my dad and this guy tried to defuse the situation, mm-hmm. and and like, 
you know, I'm just like, I'm so pissed. Like I'm ready to break my club. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like cut to two holes later, we're just focusing on, you know, you know, sh- squaring your shoulders, getting your grip right. And the guy comes over to the tee at like the seventh or eighth hole. And he, and he says, I want to apologize for before. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I can tell you're having a, t- a, a tough time. If you wouldn't mind, I want to give you some pointers. Huh. And and I was so like taken aback by it. Yeah, yeah, I was so stunned by it. I, I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, I think it, that would make me hangrier. But okay, <laughs> no, I, I I think that would no back no no me off. It, yeah no he he uh, it it was it was the way he it was the way he came up. It if was, if it, someone explained it to you calmly, if they gently approach, if you really you, believe him, yeah, if you believe, yeah, him, you have to believe somebody. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, most like, people he, aren't like he introduced mm-hmm. himself. He, he you know he he made it clear that like you know like. You know, this is this is a common thing for golfers. Yes. Right. You know, it's it's, a, it's okay to com- get frustrated. Very common thing for golfers. So so yeah. I I let him I let him show me a thing or two about my grip. Uh, you know, yep. like 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 making a V with your thumb yes. and pointing it over your shoulder. Uh, yep. I remember that very clearly. Um, and so you know, so so I he said I, I have a few spare balls here. Let's see if you practice drives over to the green. Mm-hmm. And so we did. And nice. it, it was a real it was a real happy ending that whole story, because yeah. <laughs> uh, because normally, you know, my my interactions with complete strangers when I would when I would get angry were less than positive. Sure. But yeah. this guy, this guy took the time out of his day to, you know, yeah. try and improve my golf game well, instead, which was which was to great. that guy here. Yeah, yeah. Right. And my. Yeah. Here's to that guy. Here's to that guy. There's not enough. Of and, that uh, mm-hmm. you know. Everyone, uh, everyone left the course happy that day. Sure. My, my, you know, my, my dad really appreciated it. It was, it was a good day. Sure. Like, and that's the thing, spectrum or not, <laughs> that's yeah. like, that's Time part of, part of spectrum. being a golfer. I watched, it's I've, part of being a golfer and, and I've watched professional golfers snap their clubs and throw them in <laughs> oh, the water. Yeah. I, like, I've, it's not, I've done that as a grown ass adult. Me too. It, you, <laughs> it's part of the game. The, the, the thing is though, you know, one important lesson I learned that day don't let your temper interrupt other golfers. Yes. That is that's the a big height no-no. of disrespect. Right. It's called golf right. etiquette. Yeah. yeah. Part, it's, so, it's actually in the in the rule book. You can, <laughs> professionally, yeah. you can get penalized for that. Right. Yeah. Um, one of one of the things that one of the things that defines autism spectrum disorder is is an inability to empathize with other people. Yes. And that was one of the things that that kind of showed me like. Okay, well, I really wouldn't like it if you know yeah, someone sure. someone shouting two tees over right, <laughs> you know, right next to me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that you know that dude, you know, obviously showed a lot of patience and yeah. and uh, you know really made it a you know turn it into a better experience. Um, that's a good thing. That's a really good thing. Like, it's, yeah. there's a huge lack of that in the world now, yeah. or at least in this country. Have you guys seen the video of of the dude uh, freaking out at McDonald's? Because he, he ordered a he ordered a, a quarter pounder and didn't get it and uh, mm-hmm. this dude, I haven't seen this this dude in the this dude in one of the booths is like I got my burger and it tastes good just <laughs> 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 like, antagonize him and then he he gets the dude complaining yeah. I- into like a full Nelson <laughs> and the dude the dude's the shorts his gym shorts are like halfway down his ass and and the dude on top of him is like you gonna apologize. 
<laughs> public, we, we've watched public freakouts before. Yeah. Oh, it's so and good. So good. Yeah. Seriously, I, one of my favorite more. things in the world. It's it's so weird. Like, we all experience anger. We all experience anger at yes. some point in our lives, either for ourselves or on behalf of others. Yeah. I was I was going to bring up uh, uh, anti-vaxxers in this episode. We, we, we might not, not have time to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, whatever. It's the well, season finale. Fuck yeah, it. right. Sure, sure. Who gives a shit? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm angry on behalf of the kids who don't get vaccinated because yeah, their parents yeah, are yeah, fucking I, stupid hippies. I agree. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm, you know, one of the things that outrages me, and I think outrages Christy and probably outrages us all to various uh, degrees, is people with their own set of facts. Oh, yeah. That don't feel like they need to conform to, like, our global quest to know what's true sure, and why. Yeah. The and in, if it feels good to believe it, it's probably good enough. The inability to have your opinion, opinion swaged by flat, by facts. Yes, right. You know what I mean? Like, like reasonable people learn. I yeah, yes. and I th- I think too some of this comes from this idea that that uh, skeptics are by their nature somehow smarter. Yeah, but mm. you know, there's a fine line between being a skeptic. And believing every piece of of information that's counter to general wisdom that you hear. Yeah. Being a skeptic doesn't just mean saying no to conventional wisdom because right. you don't because you don't right. like what that conventional right. wisdom and, looks like. And people don't get that. Yeah. That's why we have flat earthers. That's why we have yeah. anti-vaxxers. People are skeptical of science, uh, especially and for some there's some reasons. I mean, like science, science as a discipline can seem dogmatic. Yeah, um, especially in certain sure. disciplines where established science starts to feel unchallengeable because it's political. Yeah, you know, so like if, sure. we, if we found out tomorrow that that climate change wasn't happening the way that science, you know, the scientific community agrees it is, it would feel like you couldn't challenge it. Yeah, it would feel wrong to sure. go. Actually, we were wrong about this. But, but that's that's but, where on, but on the other hand, <clears throat> if they're right. The cost to do something different is very minimal. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's no harm in believing that it's right. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's just like that's why some people like to be naysayers to establish what we think are facts in the name yeah. of being skeptics. Sure. I, yeah. And and I think that I think going even deeper with that, I think some people like to be like to apply the label skeptic to themselves because they like to try and be the smartest person in the room. They like to try and be unique. They like to try Wake and be up, different. Sheeple. Yeah. I, I think I think that I think that for a lot of people is is a thing. I think they like to be skeptics because it makes them unique. It makes them different. There's nothing wrong with being skeptical and questioning yeah. things. Certainly not. But every once in a while, you have to admit conventional wisdom is correct. Correct. Uh, okay, so I'll give you a good example. I used to be one of those people who was anti-GMO. Uh, yeah. For a long oh, time. Oh, yeah? I was, mm-hmm. yeah, I was, like, pretty I, seriously anti-GMO. I did not know that about yeah. you. Um, well, and then I... Uh, I listened to I listened to and I gotta thank I gotta thank the uh, the liberal NPR I gotta thank <laughs> liberal NPR I, I listened the leftist to agenda I listened, of Terry Gross <laughs> I listened to something on Fresh Air um, that was done by a uh, um, like a, a nutritionalist and a uh, nutrition scientist who had switched his positions on GMOs yeah 
and I listened to him do his thing, and then I went and read his article, and then I went and read a bunch of other articles, Yeah, and when I you, changed my mind. When you realize that GMOs are, are specifically things that are bred to be a certain way, not like Correct. mutant vegetables that right. have tentacles not like, growing out Not like them. millions right. of chemicals that they're throwing right. in there to brain control you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I used to be pretty seriously yeah. full organic anti-GMO, right. and then I read a bunch of stuff, and like, okay... GMOs are like maybe the only thing that's keeping. They're gonna save the planet. They're gonna save the planet. They're gonna save, <laughs> they're the, gonna save the fucking yeah. planet. They're gonna. We live on a planet. They're the only reason that that. that uh, Unless of course we run out of. They're, they're the only reason that forty percent of the planet isn't living in famine right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing is, this is an other how the other half lives problem. Yeah. Because they're in other parts of the world. The problem is. Can we get our crops to not die and survive right. long enough for, yeah. for us to eat them? Yeah. And then in this part of the world, and then where we have be- endless plentiful food, it's, well, I don't know. Is it good enough? Yeah, right. Exactly. I don't know. I yeah. have everything. Let's find something else to bitch about. And I, w- I was yeah. like uh, recently, like within the last since I, I was dating Trisha. So within the last seven or eight years, like, uh, you know, going into that relationship, I was pretty seriously anti-GMO. I don't fault anyone for starting at that no. position because it's fed to us aggressively. Sure. I watched all the Netflix documentaries. I read mm-hmm. all the fucking, yeah. you know, the bullshit. Yeah. And, the, and not to say that that's not a valid opinion because I, I understand the heart behind it. There may well right. come a time when a genetic modification is applied in an unsafe way and we Agreed. should not just Agreed. accept it. We, Agreed. We also, yeah. we also want to know what's being sprayed on our food, sure. which Absolutely. is not an unreasonable position. No, it is not. Not at all. But not necessarily the same as the GMO argument as it stands in this day and age. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was something that I like. I, I was like, what are, what kind of shit are they putting on the food? You know what I mean? I was one of those people. Yeah, what's going on? What's, going, what's really going on over here? Sure. I, I'm just listening back to old episodes. Stay tuned for that on the <laughs> best of maybe <laughs> yeah. um uh yeah it, it was one of those things where i i had to change my mind and that was like i hate to say it but that's one of the first times as an adult that i was i i pulled myself out of that yeah. social construct of not being able to change your mind and you know what, weirdly it, it's not that good a feeling no it's not no it sucks. for me it no. felt bad it sucks no. admitting that you're you you yeah. are probably that's, wrong about something. that's what it is you admit that you're wrong mm-hmm. and that comes back to the social animal thing we mm-hmm. it's a social threat to admit that we're wrong. Yeah. It's uh-huh. a social threat to admit that that we're mistaken about some idea or some concept mm-hmm. that that you know we think we know what's good for the for the community, for the tribe, what have you. Yeah. And then to to discover evidence that we're wrong, that's a threatening idea. Yeah. It is because we depend on some degree of certainty. Like we have to think mm-hmm. we live in a world that we understand well enough. Yes. That that we only have to worry about so many things because we have everything else yeah. pretty well figured out. Yeah. I think I think that's a certain zone of intellect. This is going to sound really. All right, try, all right, try and follow me here, right? Uh, the Rick and Morty fans, listen close here. <laughs> no, there's, <laughs> a, there's a zone of intellect. There, you no, have to have a high enough IQ to understand no. this conversation. Okay, so right listen, now. right? There's a zone of intellect where that doesn't happen. Yeah. Between a certain level of like, oh yeah, I know what you mean. You're not stupid, but you're you're not smart. You're yeah. in that zone. That's very hard for people in that what, zone. What yeah. what knowledge will benefit me in my immediate sure. environment? I think it's either I think it's either people who are, aren't considered like smart people mm-hmm. and people who are considered smart people are able to make those adjustments mentally. There is a thing say, I am wrong about something, but there's a certain subsect which is a large part of the population of folks who are. 
you know, of of maybe slightly below average to maybe average intelligence. It's, it's a where crest it's in the Dunning Kruger effect. Yeah. Sure, of the people who are just smart now, enough, they're not able to admit when they're wrong about yeah. things. I now, think, by and large, now I think this happens, and I could be wrong. I think this happens more often in the United States, where Agreed. sticking to your principles. Standing your ground, part of our national going value. out guns blazing, yeah, is such a part of American identity, right? You know, it's I th- it's, it's sad. It is. Sad. It is. It it's absolutely is. Standing your ground, even Ugh. when that means deliberately being wrong, yeah, because on principle you're right. right. And 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 <laughs> my supporting argument is our current political situation. Yeah, yeah. Standing your ground, even this when isn't we're new either, no, monstrably wrong. Yeah. No, it's just more vocal now, <laughs> which goes along with the anger of like, I think we thinking about now we are still in the anger stage. We're just maybe in the later stages of it. Well, it feels like a reap. It feels like it feels like we've been like, this is a wave and it, it just keeps happening. This is well, the, this is the late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. You know, it's happening again. Yeah. You know, you know what I think is really that is really that this nation is in its adolescence. We're we're young compared to other nations. Look at France, look at England, look mm-hmm. at look Russia. at uh, Ger- well, Germany is a relatively young nation, but yeah, look at look at Russia. Look at look at these cultures that have flourished. Yeah. What what is American culture? It 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 American culture will will differ vastly more uh, versus whether you visit L.A. or Topeka, Kansas, sure. as opposed to whether you the visit... The melting pot. As opposed to whether you visit Vladivostok or St. Petersburg. Sure. <laughs> the culture will differ a lot more in the American scene. Sure. And, and you know, it's it's a matter of... I uh, My theory is that we're in our adolescence. We're in the angry teenage years mm, that's of, a, a, of a developing nation. That's a very valid opinion. I think you might be <clears throat> on to something. And right. I think establishing a culture, I you know, in the, in the same way that, you know, proto-France or proto-Spain was not France or Spain necessarily. It had mm-hmm. a bunch of warlords. It had a sure. bunch of chieftains and, and kings mm-hmm. vying over territory. I think what we're looking at is the equivalent here and that eventually an American identity is is going to emerge. But I think right now, yeah, we're in a very angry adolescent. You can't tell me what to do. I think that tracks. Think about like uh, when England was the international powerhouse Mm -hmm. way back. What? 1600s, 1700s, 1700s, 1800s. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, It it was, uh, I think, kind of much the same thing. They were in that. You can't tell us what to do. Yeah. Sort of phase. Well, no um, one could tell England what to do right, they because they were the world, okay. except, except okay. France. <laughs> yeah. Right. But OK, what about the United States? We're the supposedly this global power or is that just the yeah, propaganda right. machine that we're being fed? <laughs> well, I don't know. We are. We're, we're yeah, we are. Our we dollar. Are. Our dollar is the de facto dollar. Correct. We have that. Authority. That's what I mean. Our, our language is the lingua franca for international communication. Sure. Yes. Uh, and, and where we may lack sort of like. And that's dangerous. We're teenagers with nukes. But wasn't England much the same way when they were owning? When they own half the world. Welcome to history part three. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) This discussion like went really serious really quick. Sorry. Well, that's that's what anger does. Yeah, right. It it takes you to some serious places. No, because we're good. I think it's interesting that we. I don't know. It's now widely perceived that we lack a certain moral authority now. And part of that is the president we elected. But it goes back to that. And part of that is who we well, who we've always been. The, the right. president that forty eight percent of the country elected. Yeah, yeah right. e- elected. <laughs> right. But <laughs> yeah, for better or worse, we've got him. And you know, it I I think that 
I think it's interesting. We sit in this place of immense international power. Yeah. And that power is starting to look illegitimate. Yeah. Sure. You know, and it, I think it's I think it's worth examining that legitimacy. I agree. I couldn't. Um, I actually couldn't agree more. Mm. They. I remember. The, uh, I was listening to some um, something on NPR where they were talking about how uh, Angela Merkel, uh, you know, could possibly emerge as the next front runner for like, yeah. like as a world power. Germany and Angela Merkel yeah. will will at some point be the moral yes. center of the developed Agreed. Western world. Agreed. Where we will not. We may continue a, to remain the economic center. That's what a right. century long shift that'll be. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> no, but like that's <laughs> jokes on you, world. <laughs> Think about it. Um, uh, We're gonna have to adopt long words for everything. <laughs> Mer- yeah. Merkel and Trudeau are, are like the the moral. Yeah. Other like, countries look to them the way that they looked to us. Yes. Even just a few. Not years that long ago. ago. Like, yeah. like Not within, long within the decade. The emperor has no clothes. That's the thing. Yeah. Like they. Yeah. They, they, everyone already kind of knew that America was, you know, uh, <laughs> our, everyone knows our worst impulses. Yeah. As people. Yeah. But for a long time, we elected people better than us. Yes. And now we did. Now we didn't. Now we didn't. We elected speaking, our worst. Speaking of our worst impulses and the and the topic, which is anger. Sorry. Did, did I'm we getting angry right now. Did, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, we are. Did, I, and I predicted the episode would go this way, which is why I have my secret weapon in store. Oh, Do you no. remember that time we were at uh, Cheddar's with Drew and those two guys got into got a no fist, fist fight, fight right next yeah. to us? <laughs> I do remember that. Drew handled that as, as well as you can handle anybody. Yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of bar fights in my life. Yeah. I, she handled that better than any that, other bar fight. But, but it erupted right next to us. Yeah, right but there. Before we knew what was happening, these two guys were slamming into the bar between you and Drew. Yes. Oh, my God. And and I, I believe Drew's exact words were, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> she went, she went, she went. That, I'm sure I can hear it in my head. Yeah, this is what how, I, this is how I know I have smart friends. Yeah. Everybody at the, at that bar backed off. We all kind of like did this thing and then yeah. you ninja your way back. We, we paused a second to examine the situation to see if we were a part of it. Right. Drew, especially who kind of like ducked and cover. She got bumped into yeah. and she kind of like waited yeah. And she kind of like tucked her head down and got away like this. And she went, what the fuck? Our, our <laughs> poor, our poor bartender couldn't have been older than like 22 or 23. Yeah. Mm. She was so scared. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's scary when a fight starts sure. in public. It just, it, well, it was, it was two <laughs> fat white people. And and like you know and the fight was over your, over tunyon rings or something like that. <laughs> yeah, they like they couldn't have done much damage. They didn't do much damage to anything around us, but like the no, cops obviously did, did show, show up. up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, and let them both go. If I remember correctly, by the time we were leaving, they were the the cops had been like, "All right, well, you guys just leave part ways." Yeah, yeah. which I think was probably the right way to handle that. That's a that's a good. Wait, I, I think I was I was saying the other night, like in the state of Washington or in the city of Seattle, some, something like yeah. that. It's legal to have a fist fight as long as everyone consents. If to it. everyone's cool with it, you can even have a cop referee your fight. Sure. That should be like, the de facto. That should that be the de facto. Should be the de facto. If I want to fist fight you and you want to fist fight me, fuck off, yeah. government. Like, yeah, let, I agree. Just let them yeah. do it. Yeah, let them do it. Fuck it. We are consenting adults, and we want to beat the shit out of you. You can other. do it in hockey. You Why can, can't you do sure. it in fucking real life? The thing is, most rational adult probably most rational guys in this yeah. case would probably end that fight with 
all right, you want to go have a beer? Yeah, right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think a lot of times that's how that ends is like, you good, buddy? Let me, yeah, buy, right. let me buy a yeah. drink. As long, as long as someone is there to make sure no one like fucking sends anyone to the hospital. Yeah. Right. You know, just, just like, you know, separate each other of them, cool off and be like, okay, look, let's, you know, let's have a beer. Let's talk this over. Yeah. I, I A lot of conflicts can be resolved that way. Agreed. Ultimately... I want to I want to close this because uh, I know we're we're getting up to the uh, yeah we went we we had a very spirited okay. discussion I didn't even get into I didn't, I, I didn't even I don't think I really got to say what I meant to say about anger which is no please do no quitting Facebook yeah. has taken a lot of it out of my life yeah I spent yeah, the better man. part of 2017 yeah. 2018 getting angry on purpose getting and if rid you of spend Facebook. enough time online you know exactly what i'm talking about getting rid about. of facebook yeah. was one of the best things i've ever done because the thing is even if you seriously don't, is even if you don't think that's what's going to happen in your evening when you sit down and you scroll through your feed you're going to find stuff that it knows that pisses you off which is the stuff you normally react to since i don't feed you that since i dumped facebook i i have measurably <laughs> spent more time on my hobbies yeah me too and it's great think about how many facebook nights, is cancerous how many everyone should you spend it. scrolling through facebook and you don't even know what you looked at i quit and then yeah. went back and honestly i think you guys are right here's get the, o- get off of facebook man the, seriously i think you guys are right here's my thought it's if, terrible. if you can use it responsibly then it's fine. Which I have been. In my defense, I have been ever since I came back. I, I stopped think, arguing with people over everything. I think most people can't do that, Chris. Yeah. And I think you'll get sucked well, in every I now couldn't. and then, too. I couldn't. And I did. I, like, you not, still will sometimes. I still will, but I, I've stopped like seeking out the argument, I right. think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's fair. It's hard. It's it's, it's, it's so it's, easy now. It's juice, yeah. man. It's just right, right. in It here. is. And that's the thing. I, I, I want to close this episode by sure. saying that... Uh, that anger is is natural. Anger is necessary, I would argue. Yeah, for, it can be for, advantageous. Sure. For a person to be for a person to be a, a functional society. It's they, healthy. They have to be able to know and react when they've been wronged. Uh-huh. Um anger has a place in our lives. It it ha- it absolutely has a place, but it has to have a balance. Mm-hmm. And and finding that balance is something, you know, some of us struggle with more than others. Yeah. Some of us get angry too much. Some of us don't get angry often enough. Yeah, there are right things to get angry about. There are things Absolutely. to get angry about that show people in your life who you are and you should. Exactly. It shows you it shows you and it shows everyone else where your convictions lie. Yes. And if you don't have any, then you just may as well not be living. You deserve to have convictions. You deserve to be angry once in a while. So yeah. I, I invite all of our listeners to examine anger, mm-hmm. to examine where it comes from and, and what it says about you. Mm-hmm. What are you passionate enough about to get angry about? Mm-hmm. I think it's important to examine that. I, I that's what I want to close on. I agree. I think that's part of being a smart, uh, well-rounded adult. Just uh-huh. being an adjusted human being. An adjusted human being is yeah. being able to decide what you want to get angry about and what's what's what hill you're willing to die on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. If if you're gonna die on the fact that that uh, Sonic's arms are blue, <laughs> more power to you. But if, if it's that important, you know what? Fine. But, the, right. but the Great Barrier Wait, you know Reef what? is dying. <laughs> 
the here. Great Barrier Reef right. is dying. All the ice uh, is going to melt in our lifetime. There are yes. still slaves <laughs> on the planet Earth. Right. Yes. Humans owned by other humans. Yes. Antarctica is releasing unforeseen amounts of carbon as it melts. Yes. Uh-huh. Filling our, creating a, a feedback loop of mm-hmm. carbon release. More important, all the freshwater ice is going to melt, and that's what's going to flood the planet. Yeah. Yes. It's going to happen. And you don't have a choice. We it's, haven't figured out a large Sonic's scale arms plan. are fucking blue. <laughs> <laughs> They're not brown like in the original. Anyway, yeah, we're we're gonna. Uh, anyway, <laughs> real I'm talk. Just, though, I'm we're, just saying we're, we're too late. All the freshwater ice is gonna melt. We're gonna die. We're gonna. It, we're, it's over. It's not even worth it's talking. Too late. About. We have to try and is, fix it. Now. Solve it now. There is no. such a thing as good, justified, righteous anger. I encourage people to explore it. I encourage people to. To understand where their anger comes from yeah. and and examine make its, it good for you. Its place in its life. Make anger good for you. Make yeah. anger work for you. Don't let it run your life. Let it enhance your life. Exactly. Let yeah. it let it fuel your convictions. Let it be something that is justified and righteous and healthy. Freak out, throw stuff. <laughs> we'll be right back <laughs> with recommendations of what Woo. we've learned. Yeah, throw stuff. Welcome back to Smoking <laughs> and Smoking. Yeah, right. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. So, uh, now it's all me. I'm puffing on this old black uh, and I was just saying it off mic, but can I reiterate? Didn't, didn't, that, bo- didn't you quit smoking? Well, yeah, I quit smoking. But okay. Is, but so, I'm not, I'm not so did I. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, anyway. Wait, what? Why do you say that? Because you're you literally have a cigarette in your mouth. No, it's a black and mild. Isn't that a cigarette? Not really, because you don't you don't inhale these. It's what's it's what's considered. It's a like a cigar. Cigar, a cigarello, a mini cigar. A cigarello. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you don't. You're, I mean, you can inhale them, but I wouldn't because I I don't know the difference. They have the cancer paper on the inside. My vice is alcohol. Yes. So uh, anyway, also my vice. No, can I can I just reiterate? Also, uh, masturbation. <laughs> Big mood. Big, Big mood. Why, why in the world did I think when you went mass? I thought mass suicide. Mass execution. <laughs> that's that's my vice. I've done fifteen mass suicides in my life. <laughs> I, I gotta say, Gross. I think it's a record. I so many suckers jumped onto those train tracks, and I did not. <laughs> I'm the smart one. <laughs> they call me Mister Flinch. <laughs> <laughs> I've almost died fifteen <laughs> times. Oh. No, let me say seriously, this is um, this was a really good topic and a really great way to end Thank the season. You. Probably this is yeah, probably going to be the last episode before it's, the best of. It's one of the emotions we we haven't touched on. We've done sadness, we've done happiness, we've done fear. Mm. I feel like anger was the the, the rational next logical. Yeah. yeah. There's um, got to be, I mean, four is not a clean number. There's got to be a fifth emotion oh, we'll, we'll we're missing. Um, lust. Of course it's lust. lust. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we talked about lusty things across the course of this show. Yeah, not, but not, not, as, not as a topic. single topic. Yeah. So, so Remember lust- that episode about Polly Shore's jiggling robotic ass? First, first episode of season four is going to be Lust, hosted by Dave. Oh. The lustiest person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> that just can't be true. I mean, uh, 
So um, anyway, no. Let me. Can I just say really quick? Um, one. This is going to sound really stupid, but one of my dreams is to be one of those old guys at some point in my life. Yeah, I want to be one of those old guys who wakes up really early and goes to like McDonald's. Yeah, and sits with a group of his buddies and has really and reads long the dis- paper and talks about things. Yeah, just have like a long discussion and like shoots the shit with his friends for yeah. hours. Dude, yeah, over- dude, you're right. Yeah, right. That does sound really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> No, I totally get what you mean. <laughs> I totally get. Oh, no, I, I get that, but no. I, I envision it being at a bar instead. Sure. Because if 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 I'm 80 and I'm sitting on loads of retirement money, and I already know I'm not going to have any kids. Yeah. Like, you know, what the fuck do I care? Yeah. I mean, at, a, <laughs> at a bar at like noon, I'll I'll wake I'll wake up and drink seven beers every morning. Yeah, fuck who it. cares? <laughs> no, like I, I I envision myself as one of those guys, one of those old guys who like. Breakfast is actually a special old man activity. You sit with a group of your friends and just talk like politics and world affairs and like yeah. sure. stuff. Have what, conversations. That's what this episode felt like to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually. Yeah. And what's and what's really weird too about, like about um, men. <laughs> what's really weird too about like old people and breakfast is like a, a <laughs> well no no this no you go ahead no, seriously, no, I, seriously. I, I, I'm, I'm yeah. interested here. Uh, a lot of old people go to the doctor. Because they feel like they're not getting enough sleep. The fact of the matter is, there there's a common misconception that old people need more sleep than like someone in their thirties or forties. Correct. That's not true. Yeah. You know, old, from, from old people was, only need like four or five hours of sleep. From the time I was very young, I remember. I think it was probably you guys may, maybe probably didn't see these. There were a series of like children's. Encyclopedias, I guess, that were like based on the I peanuts. Do remember I these. read yes. those in first grade. Yeah, so I had like the whole. I set memorized of these my shapes. God, I should really triangle, try to find these. rectangle. Yeah, they had, pentagon, the, and it had hexagon, the peanuts gang, septagon, in it, right? Yeah. So like, like there was all like the Charlie Brown gang teaching you about this, that, and the other thing. And I remember they did one that showed the stages of like sleep, where like babies got to be asleep like almost all the day. And then as you get a little older, they, a little less. You say that, but right, <laughs> babies sure. will wake you up Yeah, constantly. right. Their sleep schedules are weird, but they sleep more than like a right. kid who sleeps more than a teenager, who sleeps more than an adult, who sleeps more than like, their muscles are person. underdeveloped. They need more time to rest. Yeah. And I, that so for some reason that just stuck out in my head. Yeah. Old people, old people don't need as much sleep as they think they do. Yeah. Right. It's like three to five hours of sleep every night. Wouldn't it freak you out if you like slept three or five hours? And Hell you just no. That's more time to play Call of Duty, man. Yeah, man. Right. But if you but if you can't <laughs> sleep more, you got to be like, well, what's what, what's happening to me? What's happening? I, I would already understand because I already have that knowledge. So I just I would just go watch some fucking Netflix. I would I would I would live it up. I would I would go see what bars are open at one in the morning and fucking drink my ass off because uh, I'm old and I have a bunch of money. What do I have to lose? That's right. See, that's implying that's <laughs> that when you're old, you're going to have a bunch of money. I will. I will. That's my goal. That's my We're goal. Millennials, dude. You know, what the, but here's the thing. No, you're right. It's it's I think I actually crossed. think we have a you know, we have a half decent chance of making something out of this mess. We are not stupid people. No, you you get. You get bunches of money off commission, and you're also yeah. working towards something better. You have a full time job, mm-hmm. and, 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 house. and you, you're the only one of us that owns a house. As I, soon as my student loans are gone, I'm gonna be I'm gonna feel like a millionaire. I have no student loans, and I have a full time job. Everything's going up for us. Mm-hmm. 
slowly oh, I, but surely everything is going up. I just for us. got a big raise at work. I didn't even tell you. Yeah, that. good for you. Yeah. So you the, never mentioned that. I know it just happened. So yeah, like good this is like, shit, yo. So, so the standard raise last year was one point seven percent, which is still a raise, right? Sure. Yeah. It's not the biggest raise in the world, but it's a it's no, a but, raise. but it is a raise. I sure. was happy with that. Yeah. This year the raises went up to three percent. Oh great. Ooh. Now, I was already happy with that. Then it turns out the companies started doing this thing, maybe they always did it, where they look at you versus the rest of the job market and they want to make sure they're not underpaying people so that so they don't so they That's call, smart. It's a market adjustment. That's smart. So on top of that, it ended up being like close to eight percent. Oh my god, that's great! Seven point five percent, dude. I'm wow. Yeah, right. Excellent. Oh, that's fucking fantastic. Yeah. So I'm like over the fucking moon. Yeah, I, man. Yeah. So, dude, that's awesome. Stuff's happening. That's that is job security in action. I'm very happy. Good about for this. you, man. Yeah, man. Good that's for you. great. If yeah. I had a drink, I would drink to that. Wow. But no, mm. I, th- mm. this, is, this is the thing. <laughs> I, I think this is this is the thing. Between between where we are, where we're around thirty years old collectively, you're mm-hmm. you're not thirty yet. Twenty nine, twenty nine, still <laughs> enjoying that life. April, buddy. right? I'm April. I'm, I'm thirty one, and Dave, you're thirty two. I'm going on thirty three. So yes, heavens. Okay, so yeah, so Chris is the baby. The wee uh, baby. In, in wee case you couldn't tell by all the, the evidence on this podcast, the I'm, I'm baby the most Seamus. immature one on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe. No, so, but yeah, we're we're all around the same age. We're all around thirty. Maybe. And and I think I think the difference between us and and what what is conventionally thought of millennials. Yeah. I'll toast to to, to, to your race. Whatever the, the whatever the hell we're saying here. <laughs> uh, the difference is is that we. We do see the long term and we do see what, you know, kind of what's in store. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we do think definitely of, of, of what, it, you know, when we're 60, what's, you know, what's our paycheck going to look yeah. like? Are, you know, will we still be working paycheck to paycheck? That sort of thing. And so mm-hmm. we, we, you know, we plan ahead. We, we act a little bit, you know, we, we act kind of smart, I think, in the long term. I think I've caught this ashtray on fire. You might have. Yeah, I've noticed that. Looks, that. Uh, <laughs> Something is happening in I here. Just leave it. Let's see what happens. Yeah, sure. No, leave it there. It's, it's hot it's, on my fingers. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. Mm. It's getting worse. Pour some beer on that. I'm going to take this into the other room and uh, respond. Oh, no, let it go. Yeah. I just want to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, no, let's not do that. Oh, it's let not. it go. Oh, let oh, it go. Oh, no. Let it go. Let yeah. it go. Um, let it burn out on the floor. <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, this, this has been, I think a really good year for the three dudes show. Yeah, man. Uh, for all of us uh, individually, I got married. You're getting married. You're getting married. Oh my God. I'm going to get married. It, it's not going to happen for another year and a half. Doesn't matter. I'm, I, I'm getting married. I, I'm so, I'm still I, I'm like just reminding myself that you're going to be getting married. I can't believe it. I, I, I can, I can still see your face when I proposed to her and, and that excitement hasn't left. Yeah, I it got really to, hasn't. I uh, worth noting. I got my uh, wedding photos right before I yes. showed up to this podcast, so <laughs> I got to relive that again. Which is oh that day God. went by in such a quick blur that it was nice to go back and see yeah. the all. All the except memories. when we were waiting across the corner from the White House, mm-hmm. the, the White House, the Lighthouse, the Lighthouse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we're just standing there all in our suits, sweating our asses off. Yeah, like, right. Like, all right, uh, when's the photographer well, getting here? Get this shit done. <laughs> Remember how scary that was? Yeah. Of like, 
wait a minute, the timetable is falling apart. What is going to happen? That's part of the wedding. Yeah, uh, that's part everything of it. went pretty much perfectly. It did. It, did. it really did. That was um, that was that was a fantastic wedding. We all I, that credit goes to my wife. We all of it. we we danced uh, to New York, New York. Uh, well, we were both like going da da. da I have a picture da, da. of that. I have a picture of that. Oh, do a, you? There's a oh. picture of us. Yes, yes, yes. standing yes. arm in arm, <laughs> kicking. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> yes, I oh have a picture God. of that. What an incredibly fun time. I also have a picture of us dancing, like prom dancing. Leaving room for Jesus? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a picture. I, I have, oh, the photos are really great, actually. You um, left room for Jesus. Right. Bless it. <laughs> well, it was it was nautical themed, so you left room for Neptune. Right, sure. <laughs> That's right. We're coming up to yours. We have to talk about what we're going to do for your bachelor party. We were, and it's, we will. it's so funny. Before you showed up today, I, we were talking about all of this. I like, know. How I, fun yours was and how fun it's going to be. Yeah, I, 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 love I, I haven't party. I haven't given you guys obviously like there there's no surprise here. You guys are going to be in my wedding. Sure, obviously, sure. I, I, I haven't I haven't given you the the official thing yet, but we accept. It's coming. Accept. It's accept. coming. Yeah, yeah. obviously. <laughs> I would I would fucking kill you if you didn't. <laughs> so <laughs> no, we we accept. Mm-hmm. It's worth noting. Uh, Absolutely. Um, Okay, so uh, recommendations. Yes. Should we? We, we should. should. We shall. We we shall. We? Dave, have you a recommendation? Um, I do. I do. Can I do two? Yes. Real quick? You sure oh, yeah. can. Oh, yeah. Dude, what Chris does cares? two all the time, I man. do two all the sure. time. I've done three before, so go <laughs> for it. I'm going to keep them quick, though, because we're, we're running a little bit. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's our show. It's our show. Do whatever you want. Yeah, right. What do I care? What do you care? It's the season finale. It's our show. Do whatever you want. Not only is it our show. It's our show for us. It's this don't is so when give we're a old. shit anymore. No. There's a couple people who also happen to like this show. Right. Yeah. But w- this is for us to, like, do our yeah. thing. So do whatever you want. All right. Well, do here, it, let me do it this way. So number one, this is something that is a very, th- like, this is not a surprise to anyone. Doom is a really fun Hell fucking yeah, game. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Doom is really fun. This recommendation Doom, comes Doom with a thank you. Doom 2016, yes. by the way. Yes. This comes with a thank you to Aubrey yes. for giving me the gift of Doom, which is something I've wanted <laughs> for so long. And uh, just now finally have a PC worthy of running it. And she gifted it to me for Christmas on Steam. She, The way she did it, you were probably in the room. Yeah. She went, hey, when's the last time you've been on Steam? And I went... Yeah, I, I remember that. And then I was like, wait, why are you asking? And she was like, I don't know. It's, it's never easy to get anyone to accept a Steam gift because it never really notifies you right. in, a, in an elegant way. Yeah, it's not really good at it. Like, yeah. if, Especially if you're like kind of signed out on your friends list. <laughs> right. Then you definitely don't know. Uh, so anyway, um, thank you to Aubrey for this because this game is stupid fun. Um it's we talked about this a little bit earlier awesome. tonight. It's fucking metal as fuck. Dude, it's it's all the old school uh, shooter staples. It's yeah. like exactly what you want as it's, an old gamer. In a way, Doom 16 feels like if they had the ability to do what they wanted to do with Doom back in, when they created in Doom. 1994. In 1992. It would be a two. Two, right? 1991. Was it really? Oh, my 1991, God. yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. I had Doom on a floppy disk, so. Yeah, I, yeah. I had download- A couple floppy disks, yeah, right, probably. Couple, right. I downloaded the demo from AOL. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and it was awesome. People, um, people still mod the original Doom today. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like there, there's no denying its impact. And it's power. a good game. It's it's still a good game. It doesn't like graphically doesn't hold up, but it's still fun. Right? No, it's still fun. Like 
games are inherently like if a game is inherently fun, it doesn't matter if the world moved past it. Sure. Yeah. Doom um, Doom 16 acknowledges that the world moved moved past it and and really mm-hmm. injects some of that new energy into it. Yeah. That that you know the sheer rage. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, something great you said mm. when we were talking about this earlier is that the game presents Doom Guy as a dude who is over it. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's fucking done. Doom Guy doesn't care. <laughs> he's like he's getting messages from scientists like, please, whatever you do, don't and then he just smashes that thing. Um, <laughs> he's being told not to smash. Um No hell uh, it's uh anyway. To keep it short, I've just started playing. I haven't finished the game yet. I am fucking loving Doom. Of course. As a dude who is often very scared in first-person shooters, yeah, that game makes you feel like a god. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to. Everything about the design right. of that game is meant to make you feel powerful and badass. Which is awesome. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like a lot of, like, the, the uh, my time in between, like, sort of these old-school shooters and now has been, like, hiding behind cover being afraid of things that were way more powerful than me. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. this game makes you feel like, you know, run in there with your dick out and just like go crazy, right? Oh, hell yeah. That's um, the way Doom's supposed to be, man. Yeah. Constant movement, constant firepower. Yeah. Rotate and shoot, right. Yeah. Um, second recommendation. Yes. Silicon Valley just ended. Yes. It just had its series finale. Oh, was like, it? It's, that's it. Oh, shit. It's done. I didn't, I didn't realize it was already that quick. I yeah. feel like you were just recommending it at the I season was. open. I was. Not that long ago. So. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, that show was dead for a couple of years. Yeah, right. Because T.J. Miller did his whole thing and, uh, you know, like, uh, got J.T. fired. J.T. Miller, right winger for the Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so T.J. Miller got fired, and uh, that show kind of went dark for, like, a couple of years. And then they came back with a final season. Which I don't even think most people were certain they were going to do, uh, but they had to end that show, right? You know, after like, you know, five years of doing a show that right. big, you have to end it. Um, I think they did an incredible job. Silicon Valley is the final season is centered around, I guess, what you could say is the the uh, this decade's legacy of tech, which is ethical problems in technology. Right. Yeah. Sure. So like for five whole seasons, they had a whole lot of fun with the company trying to make a fun product and doing a bad job at times. And then like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, people conspiring against each other and the, the business of running a tech company. The final season is very much focused on like like technology might. It has the potential to cause huge problems for us if we don't pay attention to, you know, you know, uh, writing uh, software ethically. Phone bad. Phone bad. (laughs) Tree good. Yeah, no, I get I I absolutely get that. So uh, without spoiling anything about the show, uh, this final season does something really, really brilliant um, Hmm. in. I don't know, just like like providing a message that's really relevant to where technology is now in a way that I feel like I don't know. It took us like till the end of this decade to figure it out. Figure it that out. we had stepped in shit. Figure it out. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> no, you're right. It's um, it's a very exciting season. It's really funny. It has. I I watched the finale today and I laughed so hard I couldn't believe it. Um, <laughs> that's good. There's not. There's nothing better than the show that knows how to end. There's at least one joke that is six seasons long and pays off in a way that you will <laughs> like. You know, like like something that like 
yeah. you never would have thought of, and it was set up all the way at the very beginning, and it pays off in a way that makes you die that's, at the end. That's what uh, TV Tropes calls a brick joke. A brick joke? A brick joke. Uh, like as in it's built into the foundation kind of thing? Or? No, no, no. Uh, there, There's a reason for it. There's a trope namer for like, it. Uh, like a brick going through a window kind of thing? Uh, a, a, a brick that gets thrown in one part and then shows up again in another Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. There, gotcha. Th- it's uh, it's like based on an actual incident of some show. Right. Okay. I think it's actually based on XKCD. Mm, the webcomic. Uh, but yeah, uh, look it up it, on TV trips. It's called Brick Joke. Okay. Um, I, that might qualify. Anyway, watch it. It's super good. The finale is great. And not only is the finale great, they made an extended 26 minute long documentary, <laughs> which is part of the final episode is like, Oh, it's 10 years into the future and here's where they are. And they keep cutting between where the show ended and 10 years into the future. They keep yeah. going back and forth. Oh, but the entirety of that 10 years in the future is available as a 26 minute documentary. Oh, no on way. YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so like once you've watched the show and wow. been amazed at how they ended it, there's even more bonus footage. Bill Gates shows up. Oh, my God. Bill does Gates. he jump over a chair? He does not. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, a, he's an old guy. Yeah. I don't oh. know if he's jumping over chairs anymore. But uh, what a pussy. <laughs> what, a com- what a complete pussy. What a fucking loser. Ass wipe. Anyway, watch it. I've been talking for way longer than I thought I would. I'm oh, sorry. it's OK. No, you got to take your time. Uh, but yeah, watch Silicon Valley. Like, if you haven't started it, just please just watch the show. It's so good. Yeah. I, I will. Yeah, I yes. will. On your okay. recommend. Because this is not the this is I'll like at this point, the third or fourth time you've recommended. Let it me watch on the, the pilot with you. OK, Let's I don't do care it. what it is. I'll watch the pilot with you. Let's do it. OK, OK. Um, I'm going to do my recommendations next because I have like six or seven of them floating around in my head. Do it. Yeah. Things, I, that, I, things that I have liked in the past month ooh. that 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 like I, I I'm going to condense. I'm going to do two. Take okay. your time. Do what you got to do. I have to pee. I'm going to listen from the other room. Yeah, OK, right. so I'm going to do two because uh, Chris still needs to do his recommendations. Um, but but uh, uh, in the past uh, month or so. The two things that I've I've really fallen in love with, first of all, is uh, and this might be a re recommendation. I recommended this uh, uh, in a prior episode. Okay. The original Deus Ex. I don't know if you did, but let's talk about it. Wait, so I finally beat the original Deus Ex. I got. Uh, it, it, it's not difficult if you save in the right spots to get okay. all three endings. Okay. Uh, the ways. The story can twist and turn, though, yeah. depending on what you decide and what you do is is really cool. The developer foresight is incredible. <laughs> um, but but ultimately you get to the like kind of the same final sequence and you have three options of what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not hard to create a save and then go through all three endings. OK. And. It's such a it's a little overbearing, honestly, in 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 that, you know, it, it's like sophomore philosophy class all over again. You know, like <laughs> like what purpose does government serve? Can a yeah. government replace God? Can technology replace God? Yeah, I never got the sense that like Deus Ex's like uh, moral philosophy was like anything incredibly highbrow. But like it's, you know, for, not really for a general audience. General for audience. Someone General like, audience. Okay. Yeah. And for someone like me, even, I'm sure there's lots to. Yeah. And for a, for a game that was released 19 years ago, 
uh, was incredibly groundbreaking. I, I will say this about Deus Ex. That's crazy, right? Yeah, it is. It was released in the year 2000. That, it was groundbreaking. I, I, I talked about it very briefly on the episode of Goose Chase that I was on. Uh, oh, you where, did. where I talked about Daikatana yes. and Ion Storm. And uh, the fact that Ion Storm's sister studio ended up making Deus Ex, which was a much better game. Yeah, right. Um, uh, it, 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 it has a lot of, uh, you know, philosophical potential in there. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it throws a lot of kind of heavy concepts at you. Yeah, it's good sci-fi that way. It opens a lot of stuff up to it's, uh, sort of allegory. And, exactly. It's yeah. fantastic sci-fi. And uh, the only trouble with it is 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 that uh, it puts a lot of modern gamers off. I think it it certainly put me off uh, from its difficulty at the beginning. Mm. But as you as you get more skill points and you unlock more skills, like by the time you get to mid game, you really really start feeling the power, and that really drives you to push forward to the end. Okay. So I highly recommend playing Deus Ex, the original Deus Ex game of the year edition. What a shame! What a shame! <laughs> uh, it's on Steam. Uh, definitely play it. Definitely do kind of whatever you feel, because by the time you get to like the 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 middle, the late middle game. Mm-hmm. You will definitely feel as though you you've mastered your chosen skills. Okay. Yeah. It takes a while for. So you're those, saying it scales like in a really good way, like it's satisfying the way that it scales in a really good way. It it's not that apparent in the early stages of the game. Mm. So so it it might put you off early, but by the time you get to the end of the game, stuff starts becoming really easy as long as you play to your strengths. Nice. Um. Really great game. The original Deus Ex. Highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my second recommendation, I, I know earlier I was going to say the new Call of Duty, uh, <laughs> but I, I, changed, That's true. I changed my mind and I'm I want to recommend uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Oh, we haven't talked about that, have we? That I think Dan talked about it a little <laughs> bit when, Maybe uh, he, when did. he was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I 100% of that game. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah. It kicks ass <laughs> it's really good it it's it's a lot of people are are talking about it like you know baby's first dark souls or whatever <laughs> and, and you know there, there there are some optional optional that's really funny bosses and challenges that you know fall into the dark souls purview of you know learn this boss's attack patterns as telegraphs. Yeah. It can be as challenging as you want it to be, which which I I believe was uh uh the same praise I I leveled on um me as challenging as Winnaby. <sighs> Whatever game it was. Yeah, I, I can't remember either, but I feel like I remember you saying that. Oh, uh Hitman. Hit- oh, yeah. Yeah. It it can be as uh a challenging of a game as you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ultimately, it's it, you know it's souls like in that you've got like bonfires, quote unquote, that you can rest at these meditation spots. Yeah. Um, you know it'll respawn your enemies. It'll let you build skill points. Uh, but in order to get your your XP back, you have to attack the person that that uh, killed you the last time. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, like uh, Shadows of Mordor. <clears throat> right, right, right. So. 
Fallen Order doesn't doesn't necessarily have original gameplay mechanics, but it blends them together in a really original way. Mm. Um, and again, having having hundred percent of this game, there's a lot of content. If if you want to go outside of the main story, there's a lot to discover. Mm. There's a lot to find. There's a lot of upgrades and skills you can get. And really, it's it's not a very long game. Okay. But I ended it feeling really rewarded. Any idea how many hours you put into it? Uh, I believe, <clears throat> I believe at the end of it all, I put in about 23 or 25 hours. With 100%? Yeah. With 100%. Wow. That is short. I'm it's, surprised, actually, how short that is. It's fairly short. <laughs> um, it, take, it takes up a bit of space. Yeah, um, uh, how much? 100? No, not not 100. 80? No, 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 no. I, I want to say like 40 or 50 gigs. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. it's, it's, it's not much. <laughs> it's not much. There, How many Baby Yodas are in this game? Baby None. Yoda. There are no, None ba- baby there are no Yoda. Baby Yodas. I see no reason to play. I'm sorry. We're done. <laughs> Moving on. The Star Wars universe has moved on. If there's not Baby Yodas, we don't care anymore. Don't act like that kid isn't fucking right. adorable. <laughs> He's really that, fucking that cute. That Baby Yoda yeah. is fucking How good adorable. Was that? How good was that last episode, too, by the way? Oh, it was, it was super So great. good with Bill Burr. Bill Burr? <laughs> Bill. I, 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 like, fucking what? freaked Bill out Burr's when I saw Bill Burr. Bill Burr is in the latest episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. For real. Yeah. Just a fucking minute. And he, he plays and he's good. <laughs> he plays Bill Burr. Yeah. You have to be kidding me. Bill Burr no. as Bill Burr in the Star Wars universe. Bill, no. Imagine Bill Burr as a <laughs> as a pistol toting mercenary. Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe this. No, it's What's he, you got he's, your, he's really good. Got he's, some best car armor there. Yeah. Is that what you got? He's the <laughs> best part of that episode. He really he is. is. He I, is. No, I believe that. I just can't believe that Bill Burr shows up. It'd be, it's so bizarre. It would be like like uh, like if you're watching like a like a like a period piece on like Lincoln or something, yeah. and then out of nowhere, Chester Cheetah walks into the room. <laughs> it's like what the fuck is know, he doing right? here? That's that's pulling me He's out good. of this moment. He's really good, man. Yeah. Yeah. So so the big draw. Uh, of of the Dark Souls series, it's is the the uh, precision of its melee combat. Yeah, right. And Fallen Order has that in spades. Really? It so like the difficulty adjustment uh, also adjusts the timing of of stuff like your blocks, your parries. Oh, okay, like how much give you have. Right. Okay. So if you're playing on the hardest difficulty, it's going to be fucking tough. Right, okay. Uh but you can you you know if you're playing on a on a difficulty appropriate to your skill level, you'll be like, you know, knocking back blaster bolts at your enemies. It it it's really gotcha. it's a Jedi experience. Is the hardest mode basically akin to the Dark Souls basic? Or what? I I would say so. I played on the level just below that. Gotcha. There, there's four difficulty levels. Uh, there's story mode, Jedi Apprentice, Jedi Knight, and Jedi, or uh, sorry, Jedi Knight, Jedi Master, and Jedi Grandmaster. Gotcha. I played on Jedi Master. Yeah, mm. that's usually where I start most of my games. And that was like that was a artist. And then yeah, tippy that, top is Jedi Grand Wizard, right? <laughs> no, 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 of course not. <laughs> Uh, no, so that was that was appropriately challenging for me. Um, 
but yeah, uh, Fallen Order is is really good. There's plenty of content to go through. I want to play that game. Plenty really of challenge. There, there's an appropriate challenge for every skill level. There really is. Yeah. Uh, and it it looks gorgeous. It's a great addition to the Star Wars lore. It takes place yeah. in between Episode Three and Episode Four, where you know the rise of the Empire. I think we were due for a really great, fun Jedi. Star Wars game. It takes a few visual cues, I think, from Jedi Outcast as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, from everything which, I've seen. Which, which makes it all the better. It's it's the best single player Star Wars game I've played in a long, long time. Nice. It's very, very good. So I, I highly recommend Fallen Order for anyone who wants a, a good uh, single player Jedi experience. I dig it. Uh, so those are my two recommendations. I took a, a bit longer than I wanted. No, to, okay. but no, but don't feel too bad because you're about to jump in on this one, too. <laughs> <laughs> Chris. Um, <clears throat> um, so actually, I was going to recommend uh, Halo, but I realized mm-hmm. I don't oh, need. we're not going to? I don't need to recommend Halo because, like, dude, if you it's have a fucking Halo, if you have a PC, it's fucking Halo. Just buy, buy you the master. Al- you already know. You already know. It's a Master Chief collection. You already know what it is. Buy it and play with Ben and I, please. I yes. have already done I have already yes, done Yes, Dave so. has already done that. So I will do so. Uh, anybody else listening tomorrow if you have PC? Yeah, it's downloaded now. Let's we'll, do it. Don't, don't, whenever you're tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Let's and, fucking and play. Unless I'm doing Goose Chase. Fuck. We have okay. yet to figure out if that's happening. Okay. 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 Well, okay. let us know. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do uh, a follow up recommendation, uh, a short recommendation, and then my real recommendation. Uh, follow up recommendation is oh. also courtesy of Aubrey. Uh, she got me my friend Pedro on oh, Steam, it's so yeah. good. Uh, which Dave has previously recommended on the show. It is really good. Um, fucking play that game. It's a lot of it's. You know what? I knew it was gonna be fun. Like having watched all the gameplay footage. And then I got to play it, and it's way more fun than I even expected from the gameplay footage. Really good. You can tell to look at um, it that it's fun, but to play it is a different different thing. thing. <sighs> the controls are really tight, and it just feels right. Yeah. So get my friend nice. Pedro if you're nice. on any system that you can get it on PC, Xbox, PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I will. Worth it. Super worth it. Uh, play on a gamepad if you're going to play. It's worth yeah. it. Oh, I will. I, I agree you with that. I will. Well, especially um, for the dual lock mechanic. Yes. Yeah. Of yeah. like you lock it and you aim it That elsewhere. is an yeah. unintuitive thing on keyboard. <clears throat> yes. You really need like three buttons to yeah. do that right. Uh, so uh, first of the actual recommendations, I'm going to try and keep this short. Uh, I want to recommend Fear and as Loathing. As per usual. As per usual. Uh, <laughs> I want to recommend Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I recommended Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail 72 literally at almost this exact same time last year. Oh, yeah. Um, I talked did, about it. I talked about it a little bit earlier on the show. Yeah. Uh, if Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is about the, the death of the American dream, Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail is about how it's buried. <laughs> if you haven't read... Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I'm not talking about the movie. I'm actually talking about the the book by Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. The entire uh, audio book is available right now on YouTube for free. It's about six hours long. Somebody uploaded it and it has not been taken down. So Um, for the short term, you could actually get it. So you can go and listen to the entire thing. It's about six hours long. Actually, if you have YouTube read, you could probably download it. Yeah, right. And I have. Um, So I'm going through. This is my third read through in my life, or I guess at this point, listen through. Yeah. um, Of this book. Um, it's a, it's a, a, like, whether you agree with how bad of a person he is in this book, it's an American <laughs> classic. Um, yeah. it's a really, really great novel and, uh, like a really important novel to, uh, like explain the thought process and mentality of the people who were our age in 1970 
yeah. coming off of the 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 wave of uh, the hippie movement and the love generation. Right. right. You're, right. The hippie movement kind of like hits. Uh, it's crescendo. Yeah, the, the, it kind of like meets Earth. Yeah, <laughs> right. There's a, there's a great passage in the book which uh, I read a long time ago was uh, the passage that Hunter Thompson, whenever asked to read part of that book in public, was the passage he always chose. He's talking about uh, how the the sense in the '60s of of the love generation was no matter whether you, there was no winning or losing, you just felt like what you were doing was right. And you didn't have to fight to win. You were just winning because you were right. Oh, and he said, standing out on, on the hotel floor in Las Vegas, you could look out west and see the watermark where the wave rose yeah. and eventually broke and crashed down. I, I remember uh, that from the movie. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's the most powerful part of the, the movie. The too. cool thing about the movie is that it, it's like for all the, the critics who shat all over it, it is a very, very faithful adaptation of the book. Mm -hmm. Almost verbatim. It's just it has to edit out parts of it. Mm -hmm. um, shit on that movie. I don't know. It's really good. Um, yeah, but it's also like kind of I can understand people who who don't at, understand. Like it. as a movie, it doesn't play like a lot of movies. No, it's very, very no. different. Um, but it's, that's not the point. If you ever read the book, you'd get it. Right. Um, but if you just walked into a theater because Johnny Depp is in this thing. Sure, you wouldn't. You might not be that happy with it. Um, but uh, <laughs> read, read the book or if you're like me and it's really hard to find time to sit down and actually flip through pages now. Uh -huh. uh, listen to the audio book. It's for free on YouTube for you know, like if you have six hours in your car at any point in the next couple weeks you can go on uh, YouTube mm. and type in fear and loathing in Las Vegas audiobook and listen to the whole thing yeah um, it is really really worth it it's a it's a great story it's one of the uh, greatest American novels in the last hundred years yeah um, Hunter uh, S. Thompson doesn't really get the place in the uh, the canon that he deserves uh, no he, he and, and like the and thing for give me it, give it 50 years he will agreed doubt. absolutely sure, sure. Uh, but g give it to him and like I recommend that's why I made it a point to recommend last year Fear and Loathing on the Vegas campaign trail because it is just as good or in a lot of cases better yeah. um, it'll be right up there with uh, with Harper Lee at some point. Yeah, yeah I would think for so. different like, reasons. Yeah. yeah, like people who for represented people who represented their era and their conundrums the in time. ways that yeah. the like, counterculture no of the era. Did. Yes. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Right. Um so yeah, worth uh, worth a worth a listen through or worth a read if you can get your hands on a physical copy. Uh but if not, it's for free on YouTube. The actual recommendation <laughs> I wanted to make, uh the main one, okay. uh is uh on YouTube, you should go to SB Nation's YouTube page. And uh, look up a John Boys original. We've talked about John Boys on the show before. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want you to watch parts one and two of a series that he did called The Bob Emergency. Um, I love I, The Bob I Emergency. I still haven't seen it. Oh, man. Okay, so The Bob Emergency, To I don't know a good way to explain it. You, you kind of only understand it if you understand John Boys. <laughs> uh, the Bob Emergency is a a, a, a the statistics nerd of statistics yes. nerds. Right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> just a math geek who gets to talk about sports all day long. Um, yeah, uh, you know what? Actually, that's a great way of looking at it. Is yeah. he's, he's a math guy who talks about sports. Yes, not a sports guy who talks about math. Yeah, it's the other way around. Yeah, uh, he's a, a sports fan who uh, took a, a career in math, and yeah. then he just happened to get a job. <laughs> Working at uh, a prolific sports magazine. <laughs> and because he keeps killing it, they just kind of keep stepping back and letting him letting do what he wants. Letting him do what he wants, right. Yeah. Um, so Which is how you get this. It, it's not just the numbers. It's not just the math. It's it's his conclusions from yes. the math mm. and his, his poeticism. Yeah. Yes. 
poetic um, narrative yeah, sort of uh, creations. This is a really good example of that. The, the Bob Emergency, uh, for people who don't aren't familiar with what it is, the Bob Emergency is John Boy's examination of the people in sports whose name is Bob and the an example of how that name has declined throughout the years. Yes, the the frequency and uh and incidents of the name Bob across not just one sport, right? I mean, but every mean, sport. He, every he takes sport. every yeah. sport yeah. every major anything that could be construed as a professional sport he takes into account. I'd like yeah. to bring up the the former existence of the website <laughs> shut the fuck up bobairy.com. <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins uh, commentator Bob, Bob Airy, Airy. Shut the fuck uh, up, uh, notor- notoriously uh, saying things that a normal person would knock on wood for that he did not knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, cursed broadcasts. Uh, so the Bob emergency like examines how the name, not just like in sports, but just in general, how the name becomes really yeah. prolific and like a main staple and then how it starts to decline where uh, if I remember correctly after having watched it by the end of the story there's only eight bobs left in professional sports which by the time he makes this documentary which mathematically is a tremendous yeah. fall off a dearth of bobs <laughs> a bevy of uh, a, no not a bevy no of not a bevy um, we have we it's a, a black critical, hole of bobs a drought of bobs <laughs> a critical bob a famine shortage. of bobs <laughs> Um, no, uh, but, uh, I don't, he, he basically, he examines the name, like the, the story of all the Bobs and great Bobs in sports and why they're great. And he does, um, not even the great, not just the great Bobs, but like the silliest, like the, the weirdest Bobs he does. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. There's so many noteworthy Bobs. Yeah. There's a guy's name who escapes me at this point, but there's a Bob who was a professional boxer who lost every single professional boxing match he ever took part in. Oh yes. Um, and kept on fucking and kept on fighting like for a, some like a reason. true hero. He just kept getting in there. This guy who like fought in the thirties and forties. And then for some reason, John boys, uh, drug him up <laughs> out of obscurity. Right. And a Bob that the, the world forgot. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's just a really cool examination and it gives a lot of history to these guys who you maybe wouldn't have otherwise seen. Mm-hmm. And I think um, more importantly, the, the, the moment of this, this series that I think is the, the, the best part Mm-hmm. Uh, at the beginning of part two, he does an examination of um, Olympic long jumper Bob Beeman. Okay. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? I'm trying he, to remember. Um, so he does an examination of, of Olympic long jumper Bob Beeman, and he sets – he basically does a uh, detailed explanation of this guy's life in about 10 minutes and explains how he got to where he was. It's basically this guy who's a, a black long, long jumper, collegiate long jumper, who uh, – Makes his way onto the U.S. Olympic team, mm-hmm. um, and I don't want to spoil anything, uh, but the the section of this documentary where he talks about Bob Beeman is uh, spine tingling and um, uh, inspirational, and it, if it doesn't make you choke up in a very real, very visceral way... Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't I'm not, know. I'm not actually sure I saw this. I oh, it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not actually oh, sure. I'm going to have to show it to you. I'm not sure I saw the second part of the Bob emergency. Oh, I'm going to have to look. We're going to have to. We're going to have to look at uh, Bob Beeman. He he basically talks about this guy who was a 
black uh, Olympic long jumper who had to fight through like all the fucking bullshit of the 1960s to even participate in his sport. Yeah. Um, and the loneliness that goes along with that and the ultimate triumph that goes along with it. And it, the way that John Boyce presents this guy's story, this little niche of sports history yeah. uh, is so um, moving and uh, genuinely tear jerking. Okay, that's John Boyce's actual stock and trade. Yeah, that's yeah, what he actually absolutely. does so well to make you to make you care about some, this little tiny part of right. something, and to make you feel something very deep for it. Um, I'll, I think you can actually find snippets of the Bob Beeman thing. I'll, I'll put it on for you guys when we go upstairs. Gotcha. Um, it's it's beautiful. It's uh, it's actually very very moving and very inspirational to watch this little part of the story. And it's just one little small subsect of this whole story that he paints of all the bobs and sports. Yeah. And he manages to make something as silly as that really sad and um, and and uh, you know poetic in a here's weird kind way. of what I think the real message is is that if you take any strange selector. Any weird criteria. Yeah. Any any route into the endless data of sports. You can find stories that are a, moving. Yes. There is a story that means something. Yeah. And like people named Bob is a very silly selector. Yeah. <laughs> but if you follow that trail, that's the real point. Sports are human stories. Yeah. Sports are absolutely human stories. Absolutely. Their players matter. The games matter. The environment in which they take place matters. What they, what they, you know, like, <laughs> uh, yeah. So sports stories are human stories, right? It doesn't matter what slice of that pie you cut into, you're going to get something. That's but and John Boy's magnifies that to such a high degree because he's so good at because he's very good at it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it, I think it plays off of the assumption as well that that Bob. By necessity, is a very ordinary name, right? It's a you know, it's a common name, or at least it was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have you have, you know, Bobby Orr, yeah, you know, right. Bob Airy. Uh, this is specifically dedicated to people whose names are Bob. Yeah, he discludes Robert and Bobby. Yeah, right. Specifically, oh, he, he discludes goes, Bobby. He goes specifically oh. for Bob. I forgot about um, that, but you're right. Okay. Um, Okay. It's it's uh, it's worth a watch. It's in two parts. It's about an hour and forty minutes total. Yeah. If you watch both parts, I think uh, I gotta see that second part. <laughs> well, well, I'll put I'll put the Bob Beeman part on for you guys when we go upstairs because it is really yeah. It, it gets me to it like almost gets me to tears every time I watch it because he presents I'm it so this. well. Uh, it's it's really moving. Um, so go on YouTube, uh, type in the Bob Emergency onto your YouTube search bar and watch it if you have uh, like an hour and a half or so. Uh, it's really, really worth it. And uh, go watch all of John Boy's stuff because he's really good, man. He's pretty good. Everything he does, he's he's pretty good. Pretty good. He's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. Check all it right. out. Well, you know what, guys? So we have completely shattered the three dudes' promise to keep right, it under man. two hours. Uh, you know what yeah. it is? is? This is the season finale, and yeah. we haven't really like come to grips with it yet. As we approach three um, hours, we're yeah. going to be moving to season four. As we approach God, the, uh, three I hours... Know. What, if anything, have we learned? I've learned things. Have you learned things? I, I need to learn what I my fursona is. Couple things. No, you don't. Uh, you're turkey. Are we gonna go with turkey? <laughs> no, you don't have to. <laughs> but I wrote, I wrote skunk, turkey, and mongoose 
best. I think friends. you're right. You know what? The more I think about it, Skunk I think a turkey is right. Turkey and mongoose. Yeah. While a mongoose right. would probably murder a turkey, and definitely a skunk would. In my fantasy, we're all best friends. I'm gonna. Aww. I'm. I'm gonna commission uh, some furry artist to to do that. <laughs> Please do. It'll <laughs> be a. Please do. That'll be a thing. I'm not gonna commission. I'm gonna draw it my fucking self. <laughs> um, <laughs> I learned that. Uh, uh, what did I write down? Oh, I'm here to synergize our core competencies and chew bubble gum. <laughs> and I'm all out of bubble gum. That's weird. <clears throat> That's good. Uh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I learned that the holiday season shouldn't be more stressful than work. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I learned that your territory manager wears a coonskin cap. <laughs> <laughs> I learned to train, maybe. I don't yeah, know. right. Sure, whatever. Fuck it. I learned that I want Frank Reynolds to be my president. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, why better, not? the better option. <laughs> uh, I wrote down the thing in the wing. Which, oh, is, yeah. which is a some. really a really smart way to address the president. The thing. Why why has that not come up? The I don't wing. Know. You just, I think you just came up with something really smart there. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a star <laughs> on the thing in the way. You should trademark that. I'm yep. just saying. <sighs> gonna start making T-shirts. Woo! I uh, am <laughs> not insane. <laughs> um, I I learned that this is actually the three dads show. It sure is. After buddy. our extended dishwasher segment, we talked for like ten minutes about dishwashers. Way too long. <laughs> what about a this? stupid and thing. And hard but, food What's dispenser? this wee shit? I was yeah, right. In the he left. Yeah. <laughs> he, he bailed because he's hip. <laughs> We're fucking late. I'm, dude. I'm I'm in tune with the kids. I'm hip. I know about Pokemans and Beyblades. I learned that. <laughs> Uh, I, I learned. <laughs> what did you write? <laughs> I learned that y you're gay if you get off in front of dicks. Obviously, <laughs> that's right. Remember that time yeah, you right. sucked that guy's dick? Oh, in front I remember. Of dicks? I got so mad that I just I had to suck his dick. Yeah, right and you like shot his. Uh, you shot his load all and over the building. Just immediately made you gay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, you oh, you fucking confused about your sexuality now. And that's yeah. and that's how gay happens. <laughs> Obviously, you be your grandson's real embarrassed now because <laughs> of what you did. Yeah, you fucking weirdo. You're you're the weird one. Uh, uh, I wrote down that anger, well directed, is good for you and good for the world. Agreed, and good for the soul. Uh, I wrote the sign of a smart person. Uh, is uh, being capable of explaining an abstract concept to a lay person who doesn't understand. Yes. Communication skills are somehow yes. deeply fundamental to intelligence. I believe that. Not a lot of funny stuff in my learn. I'm just it, saying that's like, uh, I actually learned something. Yeah, let's go back to that time you sucked that guy's dick yeah, in front of the store. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, you fucking mean bastard. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, too. Being, being in IT her year, Having to explain the difference between Wi-Fi and Internet Oof. is is uh, is a oh, real that hurts my head. It's a real chore. The the best way I've found out is to is to explain Internet as the water that comes out of your faucet say that. and water uh, and Wi-Fi as the faucet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Like, like, like the Internet makes sense, is right? the resource which has to be channeled to you somehow. Yeah. yeah. And Wi-Fi is the faucet. Yeah. 
and Ethernet is the garden hose that you put in your mouth. Do you hear that? I did hear that. Everything good? I'm going to say right. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, is that all we've learned? I think I so. Think that's it. Oh, man. Right, guys, cool. this is like the end of the season. Guys, thank 20 you for. 20 episodes. Thank you for three fucking years. Oh, my God. Do you believe that shit? Years. Of, of doing this show together. Of us friends. doing this fucking thing. I and, can't even believe it. And while I'm at it, thank you to our friends, our guests. Yes. Uh, all the thing, all the people that we've been able to share this with in person or over the Internet. Yeah. Matt, Alec, Tyler, Aubrey, Christy, you're uh, gonna be better at this than me. Yeah, right. You are gonna be way better at this. Uh, Ross was on. Uh, Ross, uh, uh, Corey Suhar, Corey Suhar, Corey Suhar. Pat, Pat Stoldreyer. Pat Stoldreyer. Oh my yeah. god. Oh uh, yeah. I forgot about Pat. We gotta have Pat back on. Yeah, we do. Yeah, um, Pat. Uh, <laughs> goodness, I, I know we're missing. We uh, have Drew. Missing. Oh, Drew. Jesus, Drew was, Drew was on here. the season. Oh, that was god. a great episode. Yes, um, that was a fantastic. Episode. That was the uh, she brought in uh, uh, advice column questions. God, yes, that was exactly. Great. Uh, I, I'm looking at what I learned that episode, and, uh, and uh, uh, I learned that Zachary Quinto will hit your kid. <laughs> oh yes. yeah, the no matter what. <laughs> Uh, did, did we mention Dan already? Dan, yeah. yeah I believe we did, but yes, Dan. I'll bring up Dan again. Dan, been, I think, is currently the reigning champion for... Uh, it's between Dan and Christy for, like, the most appearances. Yeah. And I think are, might... are you sure it's not between Dan and Alec? Uh, no, it's between Dan and Christy. Okay. Christy, Wait, actually, Christy's got one more than Dan, yeah. more than uh, Alec. And Audrey is we, also in that mix. We haven't had Trish in there. In no, we haven't. Yet. I have to convince her to if she ever wants to come on the show. <laughs> the thing is, Trish is like not great under pressure when it comes to that kind of sure. stuff. Sure. The um, thing is, you don't have by to her be. By her own admission. Yeah, I've told her. You don't that. have like, to you be like comfortable talking. And, you could just sit there and, and chime in when you feel like it. Sure. Right. That's right. part of what we do here. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, uh, season four is coming up. We'll be back in oh Christ, a um, couple of weeks. A couple of weeks, couple maybe, of weeks maybe less than a, I'm about three to four weeks. Yeah, three four weeks. We'll be back in um, maybe a month or so, less than a month. We're um, normal people, folks. We got yes. we have holiday shit yes, to deal we with. Do all the holiday We've got stuff. figgy pudding to eat. Yes. Give us some figgy pudding, or we'll toilet your house. <laughs> Wait, um, we'll toilet your house. We'll toilet paper your house. Oh, oh. okay. I was just yes. like, what? We'll toilet. We'll cover your house. I, with I toilets. can't fit that into that measure. TP. We'll TP your house. We'll TP your yeah, house. Right. There you go. We'll toilet your house. You we'll fucker! House. You throw <laughs> throw a toilet an American the front standard window. right through the window. Just gonna spray paint fucking uh, Trump sucks on the side of your With house and diarrhea. Asshole. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, the next time you guys will hear us, it'll be the uh, the it'll best be of. It'll be twenty. It'll be twenty twenty. Not only will it be twenty twenty, we will be in the twenties. Oh my God! The Roaring Twenties. Our girlfriends are gonna have to are gonna have to dress like like ankle like shows. Uh, yeah, ankle showing sluts and listen to jazz. Right. Oh. And they're gonna have huge bushes. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> they're gonna, We're going they're gonna back, wear, boys. Wear bras that fucking like oh. They have pointy nipples. <laughs> We're gonna get them drunk and speakeasies. Yeah. Right. We're gonna take advantage of them and speakies. Oh man, I'm gonna grow no, a giant no, mustache no, and punch everyone. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna fisty cuffs any any motherfucker who dares to step to my honor. That's right. I'm gonna fist anybody who comes within me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm gonna smoke opium in public. <laughs> I'm uh, gonna be racist. Yeah, in public. In, in, in public, public this time. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say things like, 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 uh, like. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna call everyone boy. <laughs> I'm gonna call everyone you boy. Boy. I'm, I'm gonna call everyone. Hey, you whose skin is darker than me. <laughs> I'm gonna use monogl- monogrammed gloves to slap children. <laughs> hey, you who hails from China and and generally practices Buddhism. That's a very nice way to put that. <laughs> I'm gonna disparage people to use the wrong mustard. Oh yeah, yeah. Ugh. Anything other than ballpark is wrong. Well, well, we'll wrong, more like wrong park. <laughs> yeah. no. I'm sorry. Say that again louder. No, clear. I'm not. I'm, we're done. <laughs> hey, we'll be hey, back. You person of Eastern Asian descent. <laughs> this is the you this, that Chinaman. <laughs> yeah, you, there you go. You there, Chinese American person. <laughs> I respect you and honor you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's. Let's stop. call this. Stop this. Uh, thank you for tuning into uh, whatever the fuck this was yep. on uh, season three. A solid three hours plus. We'll be back. Wow. Wow. That was a little, that was a, you know what? Yeah. Really long. We'll be back. Uh, fuck you guys. You're on break. Yeah, fuck you, you, you fucking pieces of shit. You're on holiday. You can you can listen to our show. Suck off, you fucking losers. <laughs> Suck off. Yeah. Play this episode while you play uh, Master Chief Collection with us. Yeah, yeah. that's right. The three dudes clan. Play um, with your fucking dicks you losers we will Get- be back in the middle of january for more of this yes the best of will be coming up in which we will make several rules for the next season that we won't follow you're goddamn right we will that's hey, the three dudes promise boba you want to say something bobo say something no no to him you fool no. uh, okay he doesn't want to say anything he's shy <laughs> all right uh bobo. we'll see you thank you again for being our friends and for listening yes and thank you guys for giving me something to look forward to every other Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Mm-hmm. We'll see you. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, Goodbye. 2019. Have a beer. Later, Jack losers. And, and go, go to bed. To bed. Hey. Oh, fuck, I farted. Fuck. Fuck.